What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 274. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Go Islanders! Uh, Powerhouse, the man formerly known as Ryan Clements. Hello. Hello, and the Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. Go Islanders. Wait, 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 before we... Didn't we have a new name for Yeah, I didn't want to do it on the video podcast. (laughs) We wanted to sabotage your good name. Okay. So we won't sabotage... <laughs> the video podcast. There was a brief movement to change your name to Fartknocker. <laughs> oh my god. Just is this from the last last week's show? No, this is from oh. last night us hanging out on the couch. Oh, okay. Because I asked I asked Greg a question. Do you remember when people used to say fart knocker? And he, and he said yes to that. Of course. And somehow. It, and then we're talking about we should bring it back. Yeah. Okay. Is that what people say? What is that, like the 1920s, I'm guessing? Yeah. Fart knocker. Hey, you fart knocker. <laughs> you heard about these stocks? Combustion engine? <laughs> Combustion engine. Well, if you're just tuning in or listening for the first time, Podcast Beyond is IGN's PlayStation podcast. (laughs) Somehow, with talk of fart knockers and hypothetical abortions, we are the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Um, If you're listening to the audio-only version right now, you should know there is a video version right now that other people are watching just of this first segment because, Andrew... Mm-hmm. As I'm sure you know, our most popular segment on Podcast Beyond is our annual predictions. I didn't know that. You mother... You know that. <laughs> this is my first time. This is my <laughs> okay, first time. Okay. Also, we shouldn't curse as much. Pairs talked to me about that before for video. Um, um, video only? Yeah, video oh, only. Okay. Nobody listens to the podcast. We can say whatever yeah, the hell we want there. Um, annual predictions. What happens is every year, Podcast Beyond makes a series of PlayStation predictions. Last year, we upped it to five per person. And then, you know, we let the year go, marinate. We, we all forget what we, what we said the prediction was. Sure. Mitchell Morgan, who makes the Podcast Beyond app who Colin trusts implicitly, implicitly, sends in the results. We go through, see who won last year's predictions, then we make the new predictions for this year. So this is it. Who won? 2012. We don't do it that way. <laughs> Act like you've listened or been on the show before. 2012 predictions. I know, I know. Then we go into 2013 predictions. Uh, let's go over the 2012 predictions. Mitchell Morgan, M-Dog. Again, he makes the podcast be on app over Which on Which you can download iPhone. on iTunes. And Android, right? I think it's on Android. Yeah, it's on Android. Sure, why not? So go get it. Uh, the podcast be on soundboard. It's There's free. so many cameras in here, Greg. What am yeah, I, I supposed to, to look, look at? I don't even you, know You, you guys look. are, I think, only supposed to look at me, each I'm other, or the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to address the camera, I look at that one. I'm, I'm good to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the reflection of the camera in your glasses. Okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, Mitchell writes in, hey, guys. Here are your predictions from episode 222. Note, some of the results are debatable, but I chose what I thought made the most sense. Your okay. final scores at the bottom. certainly are debatable. I want to point <laughs> out... Wait, 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 wait. Before we get started, I want to point out that Colin has said he trusts M-Dog implicitly. <laughs> so before we even read who won, the set in stone, it's perfect. Also, for longtime listeners, we should point out, in uh, the predictions, Sam Bishop our friend from TotalPlayStation.com, had been on that episode. He made predictions. We're not going to go through his predictions because he's not here. So. Okay, got it. It's so he has no win. chance of even winning. Well, I know the results. He didn't win. All right. If he had won... <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, well, spoilers, the guys <laughs> whose prediction you weren't going to hear didn't win. He got one point. All right. All right. So my predictions are as follows. This is how Mitchell laid it out. Greg, number one, The Last of Us will not be released in 2012. Result, correct. The Last of Us was, will be released May 7th, 2013. One point. Number two, Resistance Burning Skies earns an 8.0 or lower on the IGN scale. Result, 
Greg Miller sco- scored res- Greg Miller scored resistance a 5.5 in his review. Foul play, smiley emoticon, <laughs> one point received. Okay, so here's the problem. Oh my god, there <laughs> so, was no foul play! I know there wasn't any foul play, but this is still a, a null point because you reviewed the game. So the point no, doesn't, the point no. doesn't count. Nope, the point doesn't We'd count. already forgotten that that prediction had been made. No. It's, not like I, it's not like I, I was sitting there cooking the books. <laughs> nope. Anthony was well, supposed to. That game clearly would have been a 10 otherwise. I'm, yeah, right. I'm, you think, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that there was any foul play. I'm just saying that because of your closeness to the, the resistance for no. this guy's review that the point is in I fact will say zero. it's really funny with prediction. It will receive this score. And let me Result, review it. I reviewed it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony was supposed to, but he had to bail at the last second. You gotta pick up. You gotta, do, you gotta jump on the grenades All here. Right, so zero points there. Give me half a point for it. No, can't do it. 12, oh, I, I think we should both step out. We have horses in the race. They can decide. Should this count? I say give him the point. I, give the kid a point. I, I know. Uh, if Greg says that he did, was not even thinking about the prediction, I believe. There you go. go. Thanks, no taxation. <laughs> uh, Greg Miller's third 2012 prediction. Bioshock Infinite will not incorporate move in the main story. Move minigames is what I said. Uh, result from Mitchell Morgan. Ken Levine has stated that, quote, We've got move controls working now. I will say that we're discovering some great opportunities with the skylighting gameplay. But rather than show it to people with an old demo, I prefer to show it as a new piece of content, end quote. That quote is like a year old. It's, it's on the box. It's Mitchell does the- what it can. On the box, I give it a box. It says move control stuff. So. Okay. It's well, a- Mitchell says, so no solid info, but it sounds to me like it will not be used in the main story. Zero points. I will not contest that because I'm a man. Number four. Game of the year from IGN will be multi-platform, not a Sony exclusive. Result from Mitchell Morgan. Journey, a PS3 exclusive, was IGN's game of the year. Zero points for Greg. Mm. Number five. Obama is re-elected. A quote from Colin when I said this prediction, not a prayer. <laughs> Result, Obama re-elected in 2012, so there is one point. I love how one of them is just completely not even a PlayStation or video game related We started prediction. off talking about Fart Knocker, so I think people have a pretty good idea how this show goes. Do we have the B-roll for the Fart Knocker? I think, <laughs> we're just using the Mark Hamill Cock Knocker from <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob okay. Strike Back. All right, Colin, you're up next. Your prediction from 2012. Sony will not release any specific information, things like hardware specs, software, etc., about the PlayStation 4. Result from Mitchell. Sony has not given us any information on the PlayStation 4. One point awarded to Colin. Number two. Thank you. The Last Guardian will not be released anywhere during the the year 2012. Result from Mitchell. Correct. We still have no idea what's going on with that game. (laughs) One point awarded. Interesting. Many people tweeted or started emailing and tweeting probably around... December 20th that there was a side bet there where I owe you a cheese pizza. So I owe you a pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said it would be out this year for we'll, sure. We'll eat it during wild card weekend. You know, people yeah. could probably just tweet like, you guys made a bet about this, you eat the pizza. And then we'd be like, oh, I guess. <laughs> it's ha- it's it one happened. of those things, yeah, most of the time you do go, did we say that? Damn, like, I guess. Also, you guys aren't, you're not eating it during wild card weekend because you had other, there were Chick-fil-A plans for wild card weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, we need to oh, point yeah. out the fact, too, that like this has already happened, that wild card weekend happened. They're probably following us on Twitter. Yeah, they knew what happened. Sure, yeah, yeah. This is going live Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Well, number three, Sucker Punch's next game will be revealed in 2012. It will be on Vita. The results, unfortunately, no information about Sucker Punch's next title yet. Zero points. Colin's fourth prediction: The Last of Us will come out in North America at the end of 2012. Mitchell's result: Sorry, Colin, Last of Us won't be released till May 2013. Zero points. Number five, the Vita will get a price cut within six months of its launch. Results from Mitchell. The Vita's price is still locked at two hundred and fifty and three hundred dollars. Zero points. So we're all tied up at two apiece. No, that, you already heard the you already heard the ruling. I'm <laughs> <laughs> 
Ryan Clements. Yes, hello. Do I don't you, know if I fared very well. Do you well remember your predictions one. at all? I, I think they weren't these the the round of jokes that I made. No, that they were less silly. Oh no, that was easy predictions. You did serious ones here. You ready? Yeah. Your first 2012 prediction: Final Fantasy XII-2. Is that right? XII-I. Yeah, I think there should have been 13-2. Mitchell, pull together. 13-2 earns a 9.0 or higher on Metacritic. Result: Final Fantasy 13-2 received a 7.9 on Metacritic. Zero points. Shout out to Fran Mirabelle. Ryan did give it a nine, though, didn't you? He tried. He tried his best. I think, it, I think I gave it, I don't even remember. It got, like a, in the I think I got it, it like an 8 or an A5, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Ryan's second 2012 prediction. Namco Bandai's Tale of Exilia will be announced for U.S. launch and released in the first half of the year. <laughs> Mitchell's results. Well, Tale of Exilia was announced for U.S. launch in July. So I was half right. But will not be released until 2013. Yeah. I'd say 0.5 points, but that can be debated. No, that's fine. Point we'll, give fine. Yeah. we'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. Cool, cool. Uh, number three, The Last of Us, playable at E3. Result, there was an awesome playable demo at E3. One point awarded. No, whoa, Mitchell. No, whoa. no, yeah. no, whoa, no, whoa. no. Hands off. No, it was a hands off demo, Mitchell, actually. Yeah, there was, no, we've still not played The Last of Us, yeah. which makes me very excited. So he, just to, to, to be you know, concise and explain it, yeah. Playable means that we can play it behind closed doors or on the floor. They played it sure. at the de- sure, sure, sure. It was they, a live they demo. It. Yeah. But it was not playable, so that's not playable in the sense that, yeah, we gotcha. could play So strike it. a point from that. That doesn't work out. Yeah, that's fine. Um, number four from Ryan for 2012. Diablo 3 launches in March. No official info on console launch. Results, Diablo 3 did not launch in March and has not been revealed for consoles. Wolfpack, I dispute this as well. What? Uh, because uh, it didn't launch in March, but it has. They they are working on it for console. They they were very clear about that. So they, they mm. just talked. about Well, it is that official month. info? Uh, you know, oh yeah, no, they did. They did. They, they did. did. They yeah. said that they, like that they are very clear. No, they were. They were like, we're working on it for console. And yes. If we like where it's going, we will bring but it out. They've also they had said that probably before he made this prediction. Also, like they've been saying that for a I long. Mean, long zero time. points. Mitchell Morgan's <laughs> giving them the point five. <laughs> wait, that doesn't count. Wait, what? I thought you said there was. Well, Diablo 3 launches in March. Diablo 3 did not launch in March. That's half of it. That's zero right. points. Yeah, yeah. No oh, official no info on console launch. Saying, there has been saying. info on the console. Yeah, okay. There has been yeah. info. So yeah, I, I, I just, I just there has been info. Maybe sure. 0.25 points. So right now he has 0.75 points okay. for 2012. Predictions. I don't need the 0.25. I didn't really... It's no, not no, right. I'll give it no. That's a zero. I want to do what's right. Number five. The City of Final Fantasy Vita will be announced at TGS. The results, while this would have been awesome, it did not happen. Zero points. You put in a bonus prediction, which I don't remember, but apparently happened. Okay. <laughs> the cheese pizza will name a pizza after Greg Miller called the Greg Miller. Result from Mitchell Morgan. This surprisingly has not happened. <laughs> although, although, there's a Matt Cain pizza now. Yeah, I know, because whenever I order the pepperoni and sausage, like, oh, the Matt Cain. I'm, like, I'm not calling it that. Like, I don't know how many times you're going to have to tell me that on the phone when I order Zipkin, it, but I'm not calling What it. camera does Colin need to look at right now to leave a personalized message to Pachise? No, the one you're looking at. This the one, one right, right there? there? All right, go ahead. Colin, tell Pachise. The cheese pizza, I spend. Like $150 at least a month at your establishment. Uh, I'd like the Colin Moriarty pizza. Uh, it will take the place of the Matt Cain pizza. Who, no one even knows who Matt Cain is. Well, I thought we were getting me a pizza. Shut up, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing that's going to happen. It's going to be embarrassing when Matt Cain gets traded. Mm-hmm. When he's not in San Francisco anymore, that pizza doesn't Yeah, matter. baseball, especially pitchers are getting traded. He's a pitcher, right? Hey, Zip, can you see a pitcher? He is. He's oh. uh, signed a five-year deal. Oh, Sign well, he'll still, he can still, he can still get traded. When he blows out his knee, <laughs> running from That's very unusual. That's very unusual that a pitcher will blow out his knee. <laughs> well, they got to bend it when they're bringing it up. Like Beckham. Carefully but, your Dave Fenoy coffee. I will, but, 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 I will, but I will say this as well, that uh, the, the Patches people have some interesting things to say to us when they come to our apartment to deliver yeah. pizza. This, uh, this has happened before where we, have, we, you know, we live at the PlayStation home. It's me. It's Colin. It's Mike Mitchell. This is also Mike Mitchell's 
dedicated Beyond, Beyond not, segment podcast. Not Mitchell Morgan. <laughs> no, not Mitchell Morgan. No, 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 Those no, no, names no. can kind of get confused. And they are related, though. We all run on different <laughs> nope. schedules. So it's not peculiar that three different pizzas come to the house at different times in the same day. And one time a delivery driver called me on it. He's like, I've been to this house already today, and this is the third person who's come down to get a pizza. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we like your pizza a lot, but we all have different schedules. So the other day we ordered a pizza, and the guy, I opened the door, and the driver just goes, all right, pizza for the Pachis house that only eats Pachis. <laughs> and I was like, this is how we want to be known in the neighborhood. The Pachis house. So the final 2012 tally for Mitchell Morgan. Now, Ryan's score has been... 0.75. I didn't do well this, uh, this year. Sam Bishop, one point. Uh, maybe listen to the audio podcast. We'll talk about that. Colin, two. Greg, three. Gre- no, no, no. I'm, this is a disputed... This is going to be an asterisk. This is going to be an asterisk in the record books. I'm going to put an asterisk. Like next to Barry Bonds' Barry home Bond. run record. What do you say about that? <laughs> All right. So now it's 2013. Time to manifest destiny. See what we can set up. No. Right. That's, that's, that's exactly that how it works. We just swim out in the ocean. It's a westward expansion. <laughs> I'm aware of what it was. You gotta go out and stake your claim. Make your name. On the ocean? Carpe diem, maybe, or something? No, I like manifest right. destiny. Okay, good. Time to head west. We just get up and leave. All right. 2013, a big year for PlayStation, obviously. A big year for video games. Um... How do you guys want to do? You want to go one by one? Here's the thing is that the three of us all have PlayStation 4 predictions in the hopper. They're all our number ones, too. So do you want to skip Ryan real quick, get all these PlayStation 4 ones out of the bag? Come back. So let's do one, two, three, four, Just five, six, seven, eight. There you go. You're perfect. Yeah. All right, great. So number like one, that. 2013 predictions, podcast mm-hmm. beyond. Thank you for watching and listening and subscribing on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. I say number one, PlayStation 4 arrives in October, and it's called PlayStation 4. Okay. That's mine. Put it in the book, Mitchell Morgan. Don't cheese us on the points. <laughs> uh, my number one is the new PlayStation will not be called PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about this. This is something we talk about on Beyond. We have some new people watching, I'm sure, for the first time. You hang your hat, as they say, on the fact that over in Japan, the, the, the word for four sounds a lot like don't buy. Right, exactly. The no, the word... Uh, Clements can probably clarify this further, but the word four and the word die sound... Basically identical in, in, in Japanese. They may even share a character or something. I'm not sure how the alphabet. That's way above is. me, but I, I know. But but people. I don't know either. But that that's true. And four is considered an unlucky number in yeah. Japanese mm-hmm. culture. Okay. See, I think it's time. I think Japan's going to embrace the worldwide structure. They're going to get over this. They're going to be like, okay, we understand they're not the same word. I think. I mean, I I don't think this infringes on your. You don't say what you think it's going to be called, do you? Yes. Oh, you do? All right, then I'm, I won't say what I Go for it. What's yours? So mine is um, the next home console from Sony will be called the PlayStation 4 and will be released in 2013. Um, and my reasoning on it is that Sony has been having some trouble. They're losing a lot of money. And the PlayStation brand is the one thing that isn't. PlayStation is profitable for them. They need that name. And I just can't imagine them not just continuing the streak. Because I feel like if they call it the PlayStation Orbis or, or whatever it's going to be, mom and dad don't know what that is. They know that the PlayStation 3 versus the PlayStation 4, they know what the new one is. And like... Looking at what's happening with Wii U, where people are just confused about what it is, I don't think they want to. What if they just approach that? What if they just pull an Apple and they call it the new PlayStation? Well, that's what Colin's that's always saying possible. too. He could see you always say that you could see it being called PlayStation. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it's being called PlayStation. That that I wouldn't be against necessarily. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. I, I don't like the idea of a weird new code name though. Like I know a lot of people. Um, well, there was some Latin one that tied in with Vita. Or, or, I don't even well, know Orbis is Orbis the one is in the beginning that has because Orbis yeah. is 
circle, right? That's and then Vita's yeah, yeah. life, so it's a circle yeah, yeah, yeah. of life. Like, that of makes sense, but nah, I don't think they'll go with that. Because I just can't picture it, like, on stage. They're like, okay, so as you can see from this chart, this well, means circle, it was one of those things life. They took, they did, it was like, what, three months later where they finally were like, oh, yeah, if you didn't know, Vita means life. It was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> this is the company of the NGP, by the way. It's true, that's true. Like, that was a good code name. I'll never forget that, that press conference in Japan when I was like, is it, is it called the NGP? I was like asking other journalists. You just like, like stood up and I was like, like, excuse me. <laughs> is it called NGP? What is this? Okay. Okay. Ryan comments, what is your first prediction? Oh, okay. I thought we were... Got it. Sorry about that. Let's Don't just, worry, you're okay. Just go I just wanted it. to get these PlayStation 4 ones out, I got out you. on the All table. Right, so my out first prediction. You, oh, you're snapping them out of the ether there? Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. Number one, Sony will redesign or overhaul or make significant changes to the PlayStation Store again within the first six months of the year. Why? Mainly because I think it's terrible. It's, it's a train wreck right now. It's, it's so terrible. It's so awful. It's, it, I, I, it stuns me how long it takes to boot up. I'm, I'm sure that that's something they can address, but I also feel like they're going to do some design changes because it's ugly. The, the last one looked... I thought the last one looked great. Yeah, I, really, I, I, I never I, understood why. I wonder sometimes if it's us with Stockholm Syndrome that we've covered the platform so long that we know how to get around the store easily. I think sure. it's way easier to redeem codes now. Like, there's a giant in-text redeem codes rather than a little pencil right. up in the yeah, corner. Yeah, it's not three fields, which is nice. Like, yeah, I, I think, like, to the average person, it's easier to see those very clear labeled buttons and just take a look at the little tiny ones sure. in the top corner. But it's also, like, even just searching it's by a, letter, it's like those huge letters one at a time, and then it, like organizes the search results as you're going, and it just, it's just messy. I it's know. one of those things I jump in, you know, we do, Colin writes the PlayStation update every th- Tuesday. I, I jump in, I'm like, oh, I want to get this, that, and the other. I need to get this PlayStation Plus discount. And I jump in, and yeah, it's like, uh, okay, where's the one game I'm looking at? And like, you got to go through this, that, and the other. There's, it, didn't, it doesn't jump out at you anymore of like, here's the new games that are right here. This is what came. It's like, here's the giant ad for Assassin's Creed, and then these right. are little things. It's even organizational systems aside, it's just the raw performance of that app so is slow. just awful. So slow. And that's that's also kind of what I mean by I would like to make a note sure. that I do mean if there is an overhaul and that it's a similar design but it, it they get like the loading down to instantaneous, that sure. I would I would like to count that as part of okay. my prediction. Yeah, uh, that's fine. The back end stuff, the nuts yeah. and bolts, the yeah. gears. Yeah, the gears that together. are turning and the, the play- in the PlayStation, yeah. Yeah. the cogs in the you got machine. Sid Schumann over there with his wrench just <laughs> banging it out, trying to make it all work over there. Banging it out. Mm-hmm. Banging it out, Sid Schumann. <laughs> all right, my second <laughs> prediction for 2013 PlayStation. Patapon Vita arrives before 2014 in its cross play with the PS4. There'll be, a PS4. P- there'll be a PS4 version of the game. That's why we don't know about Patapon, mm. of course, yet. There should be, we should be playing Patapon right now, mm. but they're all holding off. They can't announce it because it, it, there's a PlayStation 4 version of it that'll then cross-play, cross-save, probably cross It's a cross multi-tiered buy. prediction because it you're is. saying it's gonna, there's going to be a PS4 run, a Vita one, and it's coming in 2013. 14. No, before 2014. Before 2014. 2014. Before 2014. Before 2014. So before 2014, this means by December 31st. Correct. Okay. Colin Moriarty, your second prediction for 2013 PlayStation. The new PlayStation will launch with a single SKU mm. and cost 399 US dollars. Bold prediction from yes. Colin Moriarty. Very bold. I like it. This isn't part of the prediction, but I still think that it'll have one terabyte of memory. That'll be it. And they will convince you heavily to download on it. It'll just be no, no more confusion with, well, what is this? And this costs this. And this has this hard drive. And it's like, no, nah, no. Well, if you get the system no with way. the silver on it, you it's think, backwards yeah. compatible. You think no. Sony will offer a no more confusion option? Yeah. I don't there's, know, man. No, <laughs> there's no chance it comes with one terabyte. I'll do a cheese piece. I'll do a side bet with you that there's no chance it comes with one terabyte. Side bet activated. Regardless okay. of the price. Side bet activated. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that now one. Now, this, this bet, of course, transcends. If there's multiple SKUs, but one of them has a terabyte, I win. 
Okay. Because sure. this is a separate. Because this, I'll do that. The, sure. the tire bite bet has nothing to do with the Mitchell Morgan. Of course. Uh, yep. At the end of the year, he's going to listen to this. It's simply one skew, three ninety nine. If okay. there's any terabyte option available or higher, okay, anything I think, higher than that too. I think three ninety nine is a good price too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, that be, I can, that's a reason. I can get behind there. that, right? and that's what I think Microsoft will probably launch that too. You don't, you don't think so? No. I just, I just, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> We're going to see how this goes. Clements. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Second prediction. My second prediction. That game company will reveal its next game at E3 2013, but it will be obviously a multi-platform project. Yeah, we. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're up. I guess I shouldn't say obviously, but in, a, in the sense that, I mean, they are no longer bound by that original They made a big contract, deal, yeah, that they so. had a three-game exclusive contract yeah. that ended with Journey. So, yeah. hey, maybe this is going to be an exclusive, but I, I really doubt it. Yeah. No, no, they, they've already it. said it's multi-platform because oh. they got funding from that group or whatever. They, they got all that extra funding. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. In which case, yes, it will be, and it will be revealed at E3 2013. So your bet is basically absolutely... Oh, so the E3 is basically the thing. The, it's, it will be revealed at E3 2013. That can include either like a you know screenshot, a trailer, just an announcement, a, a formal announcement. I, I, hope it'll be, I think it'll be a trailer. I think it'll be a trailer. Now, here's well. the question, though. Where does, it, where does that trailer debut? Mm. You think it's in a, at the Microsoft conference? And this is not part of the bet. Or the, you know, predictions. I think it'll be one of those things where it's still, like how Call of Duty always debuts at Microsoft, but it comes out on Sony's platform. Like, I think they'll probably still oh, yeah, it'll still be keep the goodwill. Yeah. yeah, they'll it keep the goodwill like... going with Sony, show the trailer at the Sony press conference, but it'll be multi-platform. I don't think their new game's going to even be on the consoles. Mm. You think it'll be PC? Going browser? No, I, think it, I think it'll be, uh, like, a, a touch game. Or like, like iOS? Like, like, I didn't, oh, I didn't even consider that, but that's yeah. actually very possible. I'm almost case, po- I mean, I'm almost positive. It doesn't really have a good way of being debuted at, um, in a big way of being debuted at, uh, uh, at E3. But they could just at send, one of the press conferences, mm-hmm. I mean. If the trailer just comes out in a press release during E3, during you still E3. win. You still count. You still win. You don't still win. You, get, you, you win point. life. <laughs> that's an <laughs> auto win. Goldfarb, your second prediction for 2013. Okay. In 2013, Sony will announce, but not release, next-gen installments of Uncharted, Killzone, and Infamous. Mm, mm. That's a complex bet, and it could go wrong really quickly. I don't think any of those will be launch titles, is what I'm saying. But I think they'll talk about them at E3. All right. Interesting. They'll show a ridiculous CG trailer for one of them, and it won't look anything like that. That seems to be Killzone's calling card. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a good one, and I think, yeah, I think it will happen, yeah, that when they say, here's PlayStation 4, here's what our first parties are working on right now, right? I mean, as much as we, we've talked, I mean, at least Colin and I have talked about it a lot, how, like, it would be amazing if it did launch with Uncharted 4, Killzone sure. 4, like, how powerful that would be, because you don't really see systems launching with crazy killer apps anymore, but uh, I don't think it'll happen. I think, I think you have a chance for Killzone 4. Maybe. Yeah, because we haven't seen what Girl is doing for Maybe so long. Maybe one of my predictions will touch on the other one. Oh, interesting. My third prediction for 2013, Infamous Vita is revealed at E3, Sucker Punch is not developing it. Someone else working on the Infamous franchise. Mm. Similar to the whole Naughty Dog, then to Sony Ben for the Vita version of Uncharted. You're going to be a, fir- a first-party studio? No, I don't. It'll be some, it'll it'll be be some new Eco. studio. Team Eco. <laughs> <laughs> Just sending Infamous out to die with okay. the damn bird dog. It'll either be them or Instigate. Okay, you can get the hell out of here. <laughs> I quit if that they're, happens. They're not allowed anywhere near the PlayStation Vita anymore. Uh, number three. Sony will purchase Quantic Dream outright following the launch of Beyond Two Souls. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. Makes sense. sense. I think that makes sense. Yeah. And that's any any time frame of this year. Yes. Okay. By the end of the year. By the end of the year. So okay. So that, that one also is before December thirty first. Right. Well, these are twenty thirteen predictions. Yes, what I should say. Years it now. I don't really understand. <laughs> yes. So, in other What's words, happening? Sony will buy Quantic wow. Dream by the end of two thousand thirteen, but after Beyond Two Souls comes out. Okay. So that part of that prediction is also that we'll definitely see Beyond Two Souls before the end of 2013. Oh, I have no doubt about that. Okay. What do you think? 
I would say I, no, I would say no later than E3. I think it's gonna oh, be like wow. right, I think it'll be right after the last one. I think the last one is coming in May already. You think they'll do two games right? Yeah, maybe in the other? summer sometime. I think I think it's gonna. For, I think that Beyond Two Souls best case scenario is November December. I agree. And I wouldn't put it past being a spring release, similar to how God of War yeah, was. Terrible. God of War Two. Terrible after, idea. I, I hope know. that's not the case. Well, I know. I don't get me wrong. I just think that you know it's just like similar with God of War Two coming out. On PlayStation 2 in the spring, right after the launch of the PS3, I think it'll be similar to that. They got to get Ellen Page coding and getting all these things done because she, she doesn't tweet that much. So I'm assuming that's what she's doing. She doesn't tweet, huh? Not that much. She tweets out all solo celebrities uh, did the tweeting. She doesn't tweet that much. Yeah. One, she, sometimes she pops up. and I'm like, oh yeah, I follow Ellen Page. I forgot about that. All right, that's fair enough. Okay, what do you got Number for me? three? Powerhouse. Never give up hope, Greg. The next Dissidia will be revealed <laughs> at Tokyo Game Show 2013, and it will launch on the Vita in early 2014. Mm, I like that. I, I early, I, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little modifier on here. Early as in the first six months of 2014. I'll just say that. Okay. As that half of the prediction. But we won't know when we do this show a year from now. We won't know if that's happened yet. You, well... It, I, we'll count it if we get to when we get if to the, the end of 2013. Okay. If and they're okay. like it's spring of 2014, that counts. Okay, okay. that's fine. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Go Farb. <clears throat> Number three, Bioshock Infinite will be IGN's 2013 game of the year. Mm, that's yes. a ballsy one. I like that. Mm-hmm. That will happen. I like when they're bold predictions. Here's like a question. A1 steak sauce. Of like A1 steak sauce. <laughs> yeah. Here's a question. Piggybacking off of that for 2013 game mm. of the year, do you think game of the year for 2013? is going to be wrapped up early. It's one of those things, when you think about launch games for new consoles, you get a lot of good stuff, but it's not amazing, right? People are still learning how to use the hardware, all these things, you're working out kinks. It seems to me that there's a chance by summertime, with you know pretty much the big half of the big first half done, we'd have an idea of, this game was awesome, like Bioshock, that Bioshock was awesome, God of War, something like that, Last of Us. We know GTA that Five. GTA Five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you know that game is clearly looking to be game of the year. Kind of run away, kind of like how Mass Effect Two was, right? Like I felt like after everybody played Mass Effect Two in January, we we're like, all right, well, seems like that's the one to beat. Yeah, I think it's I think it's if we don't know, I mean, we don't know anything about what's going to be on the new consoles, so that will be the only competition for games like The Last of Us and GTA. Yeah, and that's what's so crazy is that every release date we've seen is, is like nothing that I've seen that I can even think of is, is after May. Mm-hmm. I don't think we know of a single like June, July, August game. Like it, because everything is crammed into March. It's insane. It's like cr- complete radio silence after these games come out. Yeah. Radio silence. Oh, I gotta make room. Number four for me. 2013 prediction. Sony's Sony Ben's second Uncharted game is announced in 2013, scheduled for 2014. That's what they're doing up there. They're gonna Safe stop. Bet. They're gonna drop all this card game BS. Get right down to it. What's that happening? Card with game out yet? What's going on? Yeah, with that card talk- game. Yeah. Colin reviewed. Colin liked it. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Right. Mike Drucker played it, plays it a lot. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Is there blackjack in it? No, no blackjack. No, no blackjack. No blackjack. No. Poker? No. 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 You can play uh, Final Fantasy well, Thirteen too. I, I walked into the room that one day when you and Justin Davis were playing some dumb freaking card game. I, I was like, you this. could be playing this on your PlayStation Vita and getting trophies. That's true. Yeah. Clements, you could also they play They have the, Netrunner on the PlayStation no, Vita? No, no, I'm sorry. Let me. You could be playing another dumb card game on your PlayStation <laughs> Vita. You don't need to play dumb card games in real life. Dumb it. card games Got exist it. in the virtual space. Between spaces. I do love car- virtual card games you as well dumb as card real, games. real card games. You'll have dumb card games, you'll have baby <laughs> card games, you'll have the real card games. I love all of those card yeah, games. Just anything with Clements. a card. Yeah. Don't forget that you can play the Saz DLC in Final Fantasy XIII too and get all your virtual card games out of your way. I will never play that. <laughs> Pro tip, <laughs> prediction. never going to play that. Prediction. <laughs> all right, Colin, number, number four. four. Sucker Punch is working on a new PlayStation launch title that isn't Infamous related. Mm. 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 I'd like that. I like that. I like Sucker Punch a lot. 
I think it's almost definite that they will have a launch title. It's right. called Sly Infamous. It's you think so? Right? Sly. That, that would be an amazing game. The Infamous <laughs> Sly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we haven't we haven't heard from them in a long time. They have certainly got to be working on it. Yeah, Festival of Blood was the last thing we yeah. actually saw out of them, and they've been ah, jeez. Super quiet yeah, you're totally right. Like, I, I think, I think, I think out of all the first party studios, they are the most likely ones. Them and Gorilla to have a launch game ready to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe evo- maybe Evolution too. Ryan Clements, yes. fourth 2013 prediction. Sounds good, Greg. Number four, Kojima will formally announce that the Phantom Pain was a viral marketing campaign for the Metal Gear Solid franchise by March of 2013. Okay. Taking his time. Stupid VGA trailer. Everybody knows. Cat's out of the bag. Now we're just going to sit till March. Yeah. This That's guy, what I'm thinking. I, tell you what. I thought we, I mean, we all, when we were all newsing that, that uh, show, Goldfarb and I and a few other fine IGN folks... We were all like, "Oh, they'll say at the end of the sh- yeah. of the program that it, that it's I totally for thought Metal the same Gear." Thing, yeah, oh, it's like, one nope. more thing. Well, and they're even like, there. "Kojima's in the audience." Yeah. Yeah. It's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. So now I'm not holding it to you for your prediction, Clements. Yeah. But is it for Metal Gear Solid Five, or do you think it's Metal Gear or Ground Zeroes? Well, Goldie pointed out to me that the actual uh, angling of the Phantom Pain lettering looks like it's gonna yeah, reveal. Yeah, filled like, it in as Metal Gear Solid V. I'm yes. aware. Yeah. No, I know you know. I'm just right. recapping it for the audience. Don't look at me like I don't know. <laughs> with, with that said, with that said, that seems unusual, and I wonder if that's just like Ground Zeroes is sort of like what Five is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've heard I'm that. I've, there's been a rumor just, about that too. That yeah, Metal Gear Ground Zeroes is Metal Gear Five. Yeah. Well, so Mitch's theory is that Metal Gear Ground Zero is like a like that Dead Rising prologue they released on XBLA. Mitch thinks that Metal Gear Solid oh. Ground Zeroes is just going to be like a downloadable like a short prologue. intro to Metal Because they've said it's the prologue to Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. I wonder like he doesn't even think that's a full retail game. I oh, wonder wow. if this game, the Phantom Pain, has anything to do with Decoy Octopus. Could, and perhaps, your favorite Metal Gear Solid game. And perhaps, and perhaps <laughs> fleshes out this character. So what if it's Decoy Octopus and Fat Man? They're the oh only characters God. in the game. What if they're playable? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, get to ro- you get to rollerblade around as Fat Man? That'd be awesome. Still the best villain in any Metal Gear. Laugh and grow fat. <laughs> <laughs> that battle is so ridiculous too. I, I I forgot how ridiculous that fight with him was until I played it on Vita like, yeah, recently because yeah. it's been a long time and you're just like, Ooh, lay down, shoot his skates. <laughs> it's like so ridiculous. Then you walk up and shoot him in the head seventeen times. <laughs> is Cold he drinking wine or something? Yeah, he has a little a little uh, like umbrella in it. I think it's some kind of fancy. Like a like a. Is that a, a martini? Mai tai. No, no. Oh, Mai Tai. Okay. No, gotcha. martini's a little bit fancier than, you don't want to put an umbrella in a martini. <laughs> <laughs> With a pearl onion. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, number four. Uh, Valve will announce a game for a Sony console in 2013. Mm. Now, what this is that I'm really cowardly and didn't want, just want to come out and say Half-Life 3. Okay. But um, after talking to Charles, I definitely think this is finally going to be the year for Half-Life 3. Um, We've been saying I, that since I worked here, I think. Yeah, I think. Right, right, right. But I, I think now, because <laughs> Valve has no other projects announced. Like, I know, doing... but I just, these guys got to get, you know, shit or get off yeah. the pot, man. Totally. I mean, they're doing Dota. We don't know what's coming after that. There's so many Half-Life rumors at this point, like all the things about the next Source engine and everything. Sure. Like, I, I think it's coming. It's getting ridiculous at this point. Okay, yeah. okay. You, you don't think the fact that Valve's working on their own console, this whole thing changes it at all? Do we know? No, I don't think so at all. No, it's one of the, but it's one of those, like, it's kind of like how Sony won't comment on a PS4, but we know that they're. Well, Gabe Newell kind of Gabe Newell pretty much said that they want to be in your living room by the end of this year. Like, in, they already know. are with uh, the oh, Steam big picture big, mode. Yeah, yeah, big sure. picture mode. No, but I mean, he he was talking about hardware. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll see. Mm, okay, my final prediction for 2013: an Uncharted 4 trailer teases Drake's PS4 debut in 2014. 
Wait, so Simu. the trailer is debuted in This year there will be an Uncharted 4 oh, oh, trailer okay, I see, I see. that right. says, hey, look for Drake and Sully to be back in action yeah. 2014. <laughs> That's exactly It's just them dancing in a wire mesh. I'm dancing in a wire mesh. I'm just picturing those like old Disney cartoons yeah. where they're all like bobbing up and down. Drake <laughs> spinning the wheel. And I'm doing it, whistling. I like the idea of it just being Nolan North in a mocap suit. Hey guys, like, we're not ready yet. Nolan North. We'd love to show you Uncharted 4, but we're a bit behind schedule. No, but we're on the same page. So that, yeah, exactly. Like you you put page. out yeah. many games. Right, right, right. So you can get many tenths of points. Yeah, that's what I'm going I put for. it on that one. Point three, three. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, that's, that's a good bet. Um, Final prediction. Number five, Insomniac will reveal before year's end that they are still working on PlayStation exclusives. Mm. Now, whether this is a new Ratchet game or a new Resistance or a new something else, I feel it in here. Right where? Right here in, in the heart. Right there? Right here. That's a little high. Like right here. This is just like muscle mesh here. <laughs> right here. Right here in the heart. Muscle mesh? Yeah, that's what, it's, that's what the, the term is, right? I, the medical I guess. Term? I think it's yep. just muscle, isn't it? I don't know. Could be a mesh. I don't know. I'd it's your history. muscle box, I think they call it. <laughs> uh, in, Insomnia, I, I think Insomniac will still work on PlayStation exclusives. And I fear uh, that, you know, for them, because I know they want to be independent and stuff like that, but if uh, Fuse doesn't sell well, that they will be back on the PlayStation bandwagon, mm-hmm. like like that. Back to doing ratchets, back to doing... You think, you don't, you're not saying what property yeah. you think it is for the prediction. No, I think But do you think it'll be a new thing on, in your gut? I think there's a 50% chance it'll be ratchet. Uh-huh. I think there's a 25% chance it'll actually be resistance. Okay. And I think there's a 25% chance it'll be something new. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I like I that you that. put little percentages on there. That, Something that new from them on PS4 would be awesome. Um, but they can do that multi-platform. But uh, I'd love for them to resi- re- revisit Resistance. I mean, it's not done <laughs> until I say it's done. Marcus. Well, you did say it was done in that piece you Marcus. wrote called Dinner. This guy's killed her. I did. I did write that piece. Never mind. Resistance <laughs> is done. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about Fuse 2? What year is that coming? Uh, is, Fuse gonna be, is Fuse going to be a flop? Yes. I think I have no doubt that Fuse is going to be you know, a great game. I mean, Insomniac puts right. out great games, yeah. so there's, I don't think there's a little doubt about that. But yeah, I think it's going to be a flop. Critically, it'll be really good. It's coming in April. It has really bad box art. Yeah, no box one knows art. what it is. I think it's. I think we're looking. This reminds me a lot of the conversations we had leading into Starhawk. Yeah. This game's cool. This is fun. I like doing this. It's not going to sell. No one's going to buy this. Yeah. We'll let Mitch review it. It'll be the whole same thing. <laughs> it's a shame because just like just like with Lightbox, like well, I mean, Lightbox didn't have the, the pedigree. Obviously, Insomniac does not even remotely, but. Uh, Insomniac doesn't make bad games. So, like, assuming Fuse is going to be good is obvious, but, you know, without Sony's backing, without this being an exclusive, without, like, your exclusive ecosystem being excited about your games anymore, um, you're, this is the first game you've released for an X- the Xbox. No one really knows who you are on that side. Um, it's coming out in this, with this deluge of games. If, you have, if you're going to buy three games, this, you know, this, if you're a PlayStation 3 owner and you're going to buy three games, right, it'll probably yeah. be Bioshock. The Last of Us, and Grand Theft Auto, oh, Maybe, yeah, and then yeah, you got God of War in there, you got Dead Space in there, yeah, yeah. you got yeah. all sorts of stuff. Like if Crisis. you can buy three games, yeah, Crisis. If you can buy three games before E3, Young Justice Legacy. That's the one. That one. I mean, I think on top of all of that, changing the title will probably hurt them too, because even of the few people who were aware of this game, they were like, oh, that Overstrike, that's going to be a good. Overstrike's one. a dope then, name. Yeah, and then Fuse, Fuse is, is like such a generic name. Effective. Yeah, the the art is generic. It looks like it's a mistake. Yeah, like their, their heads, heads are cut, cut off, off like here. It's just bizarre. I, whatever. I mean, it's, it's bizarre. It's totally bizarre. Ryan Clements. Yeah. Your final prediction for 2013. Is. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, this is a weird prediction, so I'm going to trust implicitly Mitchell Morgan. He has the ability to decide from zero to one. Um, zero he now. will judge you. <laughs> he, I will be judged. <laughs> from his throne. By M-Dog. From his, his iron throne. <laughs> his no his parents' legend. <laughs> 
gamers around the world will continue to harbor complete apathy towards the PlayStation Move controller now and far into the future. Yeah, slam dunk. (laughs) (laughs) It's just hard to measure gamers the world over and complete apathy. But the, the bold move would have been, the prediction would have been if PlayStation Move will even be compatible with the new PlayStation. Ooh. Guaranteed compatible, but like, I don't know, like, I don't know. The, Guaranteed. Yeah. That's a loose guarantee, man. You don't know for sure. You can't, you can't make that guarantee. You don't make the decisions at Sony. No, I, I know, because they'd be successful if I did. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's my lock. Lock of the year. Okay. That, yes, PlayStation Move will be compatible for sure. Is right. this a lock? What yeah. is this? I always think of that Simpsons episode where he's like, that's my lock of the week, that's my mm. shoe-in of the week. And Homer's like, that's a big shoe. And that's why he bets on the Simpsons. But... Do you guys remember yeah. that show? Yeah, yeah, when it was actually good. Yeah. Getting off track as usual. Yeah, yeah. I think PlayStation Move... I, I mean, like, this is what we always talk about, though. Like, we, and I, we joke around, but I mean, like, if we were running Sony, if we were to do it, like, for sure, I would announce PlayStation 4 and I would not, I would not do any of this garbage about PlayStation Move... I would be like, we are the gaming console, and we, we want you to remember how to, that we are the best games, and we have all these exclusive studios, and this is what they're working on, these experiences you can only get on the PlayStation 4. We're giving you a terabyte or whatever, because the PlayStation Network is this, you know, the, what is it? It's the boutique, or the, <laughs> the cool place for boutique games, or boutique games for cool people, I think is what about? I called it once on a podcast. <laughs> and it's one of those, you know, like, Journey was Game of the Year. 17 years of failure. 17 years of failure. You know, you come out and you say all that, and you say, you know, we proved it with Journey. Uh, Unfinished Swan was this critical success. We do, you know, we we know what we're doing here on the digital space. We want you to buy the system for those reasons. We want you to buy it for these big games. Of course, you'll get your Call of Duties. Here's some exclusive map for Battlefield. Nobody cares about. Let's go. And you you, you don't talk about PlayStation Move. Don't mention it. Talk about how the Vita is now the second screen. That Wii U thing's pretty cool, right? Well, not really. But the one good idea they have is the you know turning on your Wii and then playing on your gamepad. You can do that on your on your PlayStation Vita now. And it will be bundled with the PlayStation free of charge. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be, I mean, that would be, obviously. That would be bonkers. That would be insanely awesome, but no yeah. way. But it's harder to get Vitas into houses, too. Yeah. Never happen. No, never going to happen. That's my guarantee. Andrew Goldfarb, <laughs> your first year making predictions. It's true, ever, Think, my just whole life. How many years ago were you listening to this podcast being, Jimmy Jillikers, I hope I get to meet them one day. Two. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Young buck. <laughs> Here you are. Give me your final yeah. prediction for 2013. I made it. Okay. Uh, new DLC for PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale will be announced at E3 2013, but the press conference will barely mention it. Really? Press conference will may, it'll maybe be part of like a sizzle reel or whatever, but it'll be like on the floor. That's when we'll really see it. Gotcha. Mm, interesting. So it'll be like the normal like... And we mean, is... we're still supporting our PlayStation 3 games, of exactly. course. Exactly. In other words, to make this clear to Mitchell, like if they, if they come on stage... <laughs> we're, and they say, we're making this video <laughs> in this part of the show for one person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they come out on stage and they like make a big deal out of it and like demo it, then I'm, I'm wrong. I'm not Okay, okay, okay. But, yeah, but, if, but if, if they're like also two new characters and then they just move on, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like I just don't think they're going to do like an extended demo and, and bring out Omar to talk about it or anything like that. Gotcha. And those characters are... Oh my god! Um, what what big so Brad one of the guys from GTA and uh, another third party game coming out? Okay. Yeah. I would have said or beyond uh, Ellen Page. Oh yeah, you can get you can get. I would say that you can get bonus points if those actually happen. Okay, Joel and Ellen would be cool. To announce that oh one. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Joel, Ellen? either Joel or Ellie. Or El, uh, no, no, Joel Ellie. and, and El, El, no, Ellen Page, whatever her character's name is. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Jody. Jody, Jody, yeah. that's it. Jody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Joel and Jody, they could do the double. It would be so awesome. Like she would be so JJ awesome because she could use Abrams. she could use I. JJ Abrams. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're going to. So JJ Abrams is going to come out on stage, introduce Joel and Jody. 
The double J's. Right, let's, let's we want to be as obscure and as confusing as possible in this press conference. So here's J.J. Abrams. It's in Spanish. There's subtitles. Joel we gets knocked down. And, like, they start the trailer. They didn't tell you who was in it. And Joel's like fighting this guy. And he gets knocked I really need help. Everybody's expecting Ellie. And it's just, oh, help you. Jody. J.J. Powers, you not. But no one can tell the difference because they both look like Ellen Page. Funny jokes. Funny jokes, indeed. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the predictions part of Podcast Beyond, episode 274. Please go listen to the rest of the show. It's an audio podcast you can get on iTunes. You can download here on IGN. Of course, while you're at IGN, watch other videos, read other articles. Then you go on that Twitter, you follow IGN, you follow Game Over Greggy, No Taxation, Pwam Cider, Garfep. Then you have a good day, you live your life. <laughs> go, go do whatever you do, shop at the mall, eat at Sabaro. What else? What else can you do, Greg, in life? Walk a dog. You <laughs> 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 describe your life. Yeah, uh, we'll be back with the audio the show. Thank you for watching the video. Beyond! Beyond! And so, another audio episode begins. Yes, listeners, you're still listening to Podcast Beyond, episode 274. This is the audio-only extended version with all of the accoutrements you've come to expect from Podcast Beyond. Once again, I'm still Greg Miller. Colin Moriarty is taping up his headset. Hello. Hello. Uh, Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. I'm here. And Powerhouse, formerly known as Ryan Clements. Fart Knocker. Fart Knocker. Fart Knocker. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's, see if, that one that ca- Let's see if that catches on. What do you mean now? That's on. It's I in guess the, we don't talk about it. It's in the video it. live. Yeah. And if you're listening to this episode, it's just a flashback to 40 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, too. We already have 40 minutes of a podcast in the, in, in the hole, as they say. Wow. Oh, shit, that is loud. Like, right? I don't know. And I don't know yeah. where the volume control is for the headset, so we're not going to screw with that just yet. Wait, I'm, work. I'm sorry, Greg. Yeah. I'm a little confused. Yeah. So we start, we're starting with the video portion that we already recorded. Yes. And now this is just the ending of the show. Well, this is the real show, I guess, technically. Okay. If you're a podcast beyond fan, we basically took topic of the week and shoved in the beginning of the, the Got it. So, our, so what you mean to say is you're just taking the audio from the video that we already recorded Correct. and yeah. we're merging them together. Correct. And today Beautiful. we'll do a rope report and right. I just I just wanted it kind of in my head. I wanted the context. Yeah. That's all. So the 40 minutes that we filmed that you can watch on IGN, you can watch on YouTube under the PlayStation <laughs> IGN 2013 PlayStation predictions is a video. You can watch that. But you just listen to the audio. So it's too late. I've already told you it's too late. Colin is really going to town on these things. Dave Tool's going to be happy that you Good. your in- ingenuity. Uh, so let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Colin, we're already still fixing his headset before he can go to his... What do we think of the video version of the podcast? I thought it was, I was a really good episode. I, I had a super good time. Yeah, I, I had I, fun. I haven't, I haven't gone back and watched it, but really. I, I definitely had fun. I forgot how... It was one of those when we were doing it, and I was like, this is really good. This is going really well. Because, like, you know... Right here, this is easy. This, the podcast beyond you don't even worry about. It. You just come up, you do it. You don't even think about it. You're just hanging out with your best friends, yeah. and then you know, completely kid, naked. Yeah, completely naked, semi hard. Yeah, and then <laughs> you're getting a much different podcast than what you watched on the episode. But uh, you know, you don't think about it. We come, we do the show. We're hanging out with our friends. We're talking to our friends. Then some kid will tweet me and be like, "Oh man, the show's great. I love this." And I'm like, I don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Like beyond just happens. But sure. a video different. Where you know you got to use different muscles. You gotta yeah, try different it's things. True. We're having a good time. Take some people to set it up for us, because we yeah. know what the hell we're Zipkin, doing. Zipkin, Mike Zipkin, he yeah. got to hear a little bit of him on God Mike in there. Thanks, Mike. God Mike. You'll never hear this, because Mike Zipkin's not going to listen to this podcast. Colin, how many items are on the Roper Report? Two. <laughs> Holy jeez, <laughs> I wanted to look the shortest. Them. That is a short Roper Report. We don't usually have it. Roper Report's that short. There's just no news right now. Okay. Everything's everything's so silent. Yeah, I just just sleeping we're all talking day. About you got that <laughs> yeah, What do you do? What are you doing? What do you do <laughs> with your life now? Right. No, there, there was a lot of news yesterday. There just wasn't so many stuff. Um... I was just thinking though recently about I think it's how a spinner. 
how exciting it's going to be when PlayStation 4 or whatever it's going to be called is oh, announced. Yeah. Be and amazing. there's going to be so many things to talk about and so many there's going to be stories and videos and podcasts and can we do videos? <laughs> it's going to be a lot of PlayStation conversations, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this year's going to be we've been doing that. We've been doing PlayStation conversations proud so far in 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've had like, what? We've had, we had like uh, four days of work so far, and I think we've done three. Yeah. It's a pretty good stat. We're and Colin and I did a couple of the last week about the, the Bioshock. On that Vita doesn't help me much with 2013, does it? <sighs> By the way, I kind of have Shut to Shut your fucking hole. I'm glad. Hard. I'm glad that you uh, that you let us. I know, told you Colin. before the show to go to the bathroom. You, you, Can you bring before a the podcast mic left the station? I said to go. Can Colin bring a wireless <laughs> mic into the bathroom and at just all costs talk while he's pooping? No, I don't want that. You can hear the little okay. plop. Okay, yeah. Kobasi plop. We, we we had so many people. There should be a metal band named Kobasi plop. Yeah, there you go. You're giving it out free to whoever wants to. <laughs> and the Beyond Nation wants to steal it. Be a death metal band. All right, number one, probably the biggest news in a long time, actually, of any sort uh, in the gaming industry. Uh, THQ is no more. What? Uh, the publisher failed to obtain approval for its planned bankruptcy sale. As a result, THQ's unpaid creditors will be paid back, at least in part, by the sale of THQ's licenses and studios piece by piece to the highest bidder. The sale will take place on January 22nd, with companies such as EA and Ubisoft confirmed to be interested in at least some of THQ's assets. Big licenses to be sold include Saints Row, Homefront, presumably. Uh, yeah. Saints Row, Homefront, Darksiders, Red Faction, and more. WWE! So, yeah. studio, well, they'll probably take yeah. that back. Studio, WWE will probably retain the rights to well, their so, own well, they, It's still up, isn't it? They still have yeah. to buy the rights back. And, and yeah. that's going to be... So, so it's still in the sale. The mm. two that are 100% ironclad have been mentioned in court are EA and WB. EA presumably Oh, wants... WB, all right. So not Ubisoft, I'm sorry. Well, Ubisoft is like very strongly rumored, though. Ubisoft oh, okay. is, is the Maybe probable Maybe a good third. fit for Metro. Uh, yeah, and EA... Almost certainly Metro. wants WWE. You have to imagine that they EA wants sports an game. annualized sports game. Yeah, like that's hard to imagine. That's that's not what EA is going after. Um, people, McCaffrey swears up and down that Activision will end up with Saints Row. That we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean the the short version of it is just that um, they these creditors complained about the the kind of quick bankruptcy sale THQ was trying to do because the idea was that this company, what is it, Clear Lake, Clear View, something about Clear, yeah, uh, was going to buy THQ for sixty million. Um, and that, that had 30 days to be approved. And the people who THQ owes money to felt like, you know, more money could come in by selling each studio or each property. Separately. And they're right. And they were absolutely right. Yeah. So the way the auction is going to work is um, it will only be the piecemeal bids are only accepted if they exceed any individual company bid. So people can still bid for THQ as a whole. But that amount has to be more than the sum of all of the individual Plus one. Bids. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yep. And I, I, Vigil and Relic and all these studios are also up, right? We assume so. I mean, it's just whatever they... I would assume it's going to be... I mean, they've, they've talked about titles or studios, so I would assume there's going to be IPs or the whole studio. I mean, I can't imagine why someone would buy Saints Row and not buy Volition, who's been working on it for so long. Or yeah, like, Activision will buy Volition probably, and then just buy yeah. Saints Row. Yep, could be. I, I stand by the fact this has been crazy. This has just been a crazy implosion of THQ. Yeah. And it's all been really fast. I mean, it's only been like a year. Yeah. I thought that they would survive. Um, I knew they wouldn't, but I like. Well, to I, mean, I, thought, I mean, I don't understand how you can't make business sense out of these names, like Saints Row. Saints, Saints Studios would Saints Row would murder for Saints Row. You know, they would murder for a game like that. It was like one terrible mistake they made. Really, two the light the the kids licenses that they shut down, and then fucking you draw. Darksiders probably broke even or was profitable. Red Faction. You used think Darksiders broke even? I don't know about that, man. I do. Yeah. Dark critically underwhelming, and and then it's a it's a game. Critically underwhelming. I thought that game was. Uh, and it was another seven nine for my jam, right? Like, yeah, I think it was it was like, five, yeah. yeah like, like Red Faction yeah. was huge until they started fucking with it. I mean, 
Back in they PS2 made it days. For, yeah, they made it for, it's from one a of those things. I, they've a, always been a mid-tier publisher. They've always been a mid-tier publisher. And dude. it's a lot of past tense. It's a lot of Darksiders 1 was really big, and then there was Darksiders 2, which did fine. And yeah. then, you know, WWE used to sell, like, really, really, really well. WWE 12 or whatever 13. did fine. Saints Row's the yeah. jam, though, man. I, I, I like... That's just unbelievable, like just unbelievable based on Saints Row's performance itself. Because Saints Row sold very, very, very yeah. well. I, and that I was, was their thing. And that's why they did yeah. the whole dominatrix, dominatrix thing. Mm-hmm. Which is supposed to be DLC. is not going to be part of 4. And blah, blah, blah. Well, Saints Row yeah. 4 might not ever exist now. I was just going to say, though, that uh, with all the games that we have available to us, and we have a lot of games available to us, there's just games everywhere, right, guys? Yeah, I can't turn around without running You can't running turn in. around without Colin, running into Colin games. Colin couldn't go to the bathroom earlier because there's just stacks of games in yeah, the way to the bathroom. Just blocked in the bathroom. Just all those plot. boxes. With all, all those boxes are tapes and poops and games. <laughs> with all these with all these games around, I still last night I was actually tempted to just reinstall Saints Row and just play through it again. Yeah. Like, the third one? Yeah, the third yeah. Because because I loved game. it so much. And yeah, it's, kinda that's play a it again. surprisingly good game. Oh yeah. Like I was really pleasantly surprised by it. I haven't beaten it because I was so meticulously trying to do everything. Yeah. Like so you don't have like at the you beat the game and then you have all this shit to do at the end. Yeah. That, like to get the trophies and stuff. So I was trying to go about it. Sure. Very fun, but then other things came out. I'll get back to it eventually. I'm, maybe we'll do a we should do a You know, I'm not even gonna say because it's a good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna save it. Uh, all right, hold on. Before you go yeah. on, yeah. Daniel writes in to beyond mm-hmm. at IGN.com just Hi, like Daniel. you can. Hi, Ryan. Hey, it's how's it me, going? Daniel. <laughs> Here's my question. If any of T- no. <laughs> if any of THQ's titles become exclusive to a specific console, will it be a positive or a negative for gamers? Since all these titles are currently multi-platform, Colin, you did a piece this week over on IGN.com. Mm. What everybody should go read about, uh, you know, if in a hypothetical world mm. Sony was to buy all of THQ's assets, what first-party studios should take over? Mm-hmm. It was an interesting read, but overall. Do you think? What do you think about this? Do, do, would you, do you think it's a positive or a negative if they became? You know, no, it's probably neutral. I mean, it's a business decision. Like I, I did. I was. You know, there were comments where, in the piece where people were upset that Sony would ever think about doing something like this, and I'm like, first of all, Sony is probably not thinking about yeah, doing yeah. this. <laughs> uh, it's a hypothetical, but also that, horrible. Sony. Also, that, you, you, it's a business decision. So, is it good or bad for gamers? Well, that really depends. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, if Microsoft were, you know, I think Microsoft would be ten times more likely to buy any of these than than a lot um, of people think South Park for Microsoft. Yeah, I mean that, that would yeah. that would make sense. Uh, I think even Saints Row for 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 Microsoft yeah. would be like an obvious thing. But um, if they were to do something like that, then that's a positive for that ecosystem of gamers, I guess, because they're going to have first party love and they'll have the the, the the attention paid to it that a first party t- typically gives. Is it bad for everyone? Yeah, I guess. But we have to understand that you don't have like an intrinsic right to play any game. So like you have to kind of go along with the business sense of what a company is trying to do to, to strengthen their own portfolio and whether or not you fall within line with Sony or Microsoft or whoever, if you have all the consoles and it, it'll benefit you or not in different ways but like clement says we have so many games available to us that i don't really think any of these names are like make or break games like i'd love to see Homefront land somewhere where i'm like really scared for Homefront. by the way now you know like crytek's a developer so they, they're not gonna buy it and then you have to wonder about if you know if, if the game's far enough along if it's i don't know that's the big question mark like dark Siders is probably actually valuable red faction is definitely valuable um and saints row is the most valuable of the bunch but with Homefront, it's like what are you buying yeah, yeah, I mean, I wonder about Metro. I wonder about the <laughs> South Park license. Yeah, it, South Park license, license is a big one. That game yeah, because that could be huge. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm really, really interested. I, January 22nd is going to be fascinating for sure. It's going to be really, be really awesome. interesting seeing where these. It's going to be awesome. Now, Goldfarb, yeah. talk to me a little bit about the, wh- what's happening. Then, so, like, 
THQ, have they laid off everyone? Or Gorot Hills? I mean, is that a ghost town? What's they, happening? They keep saying no. I mean, they keep saying all, all these people are still working. All these games, you know, are still on schedule, blah, blah, blah. But, like, none of these games have hard dates set. They, mm-hmm. in their last earnings call, right when all this happened, when they said they were looking for someone to help with their liquidity crisis, they talked about how um, all these games were being delayed. And they, they never had a date set in the first place and then don't have a date set after. So it wasn't clear what that delay was. And, like, think about it, right? Like, if... um. Say EA buys one of these games. Say EA buys, like, Relic, and they get Company of Heroes. And they're like, Company of Heroes, you know, was previously set for whatever, February, March, whatever it is. But they're like, but we have a bunch of games coming out in March, so we're going to delay it until October. You know, like, they, that's totally up to them, you know? And, yeah. Or they could, you know, somebody could buy Vigil and be like, you know, they haven't actually started Darksiders 3. We're just going to lay off all these people and do it ourselves. You know, like, it, any number of things could happen. Like, I'm sure it's very... I'm sure the people in these studios would prefer that they get bought outright because then the if THQ gets bought as a whole, it's probably better for these employees than if, if everything's being pieced yeah, out, sure. you know? Yeah. But, I think the only studio that's safe to to stay probably very much the same as it is is Volition. Especially because Volition, of all these games, as far as we know, is um, of the ones that haven't been... Because Saints Row 4 has technically never been like formally announced, which is weird to think about, but... Um, you would assume that of kind of the unannounced ones, so not Company of Heroes, not Metro, not South Park, but everything else, uh, Saints Row is probably the furthest along. Like, Darksiders 3 is It's probably you know, pre-production. Yeah, the, that's... Yeah, I, I just think generally... I just think, yeah, I think my my inkling is that Volition is bought by the same... You know, Volition and Saints Row bought together. Yeah. Um, But they also did Red Faction, so, you know, those are the two biggest things THQ owns, in my opinion, is, is Saints Row and Red Faction, as far as names. Mm. Um and that studio gave both of those names to them. Is yeah. Red um, Faction still a big enough name nowadays? No, but it could be. Again, like Red Faction's a cool idea. Those the Red Faction totally. one and two on PS2 were really good. I, yeah, because you broke the walls that. apart. Remember that? That was the well, big that thing. was the thing in Armageddon, right? No, Red Faction. That yeah, was Red the Faction. Original Red Faction. Faction. That was the that was like yeah they did that obviously in the the ones that oh, they okay, redid yeah, where yeah, you yeah, can right. smash with your hammer. But you know, on PS2, I remember buying Red Faction. One of the big selling points was yeah that you could shoot through the wall. You're like in a cave or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, shoot right. other people over there and like blow pieces of the wall apart. Fun. The multiplayer yeah. was fun because you could actually tunnel into the walls and try and just like hide and make your own paths yeah, and stuff. You would just fun. go in there, and make a little catacomb, and just hang out. I, that's what my friend and yeah. I did. We didn't even fight. We would just tunnel together. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> you know the core <laughs> of the earth. Clements <laughs> <laughs> played Minecraft before Minecraft. Like, we well, really did. Yeah. Um, your f- the friend you were playing with, Notch. He's <laughs> 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 like, this is a great idea. Notch and I go way back. Um, but yeah, January 22nd is going to be insane. I mean, there's going to be so many crazy, I mean, and don't forget, like we're all talking about it. Like, oh man, it's going to be like Bobby Kotick and Eve's Guillermo and they're going to be hanging out and just bidding on stuff. And that's not really how it'll work. I'm sure there will be venture capitalists there. There will be like investment groups that want to acquire these things. Like any number of weird things could happen. Somebody could still just buy THQ outright. Like we don't know. So, I mean, I think right now there's a lot of, let's go buy something. Yeah, let's do it. What? God, the same yeah, idea? That, no, well, that was the that was the punchline of the joke I was about to tell. Start, okay, everybody, reset. No, okay. it's not. It's, no, I want to hear the joke now. Now I want to hear the joke. Yeah, there's, there was no joke. The joke was. So there was you hear. had a punchline to the joke that the didn't joke, exist. The, it was a setup. It was just I was going to say like, guys, how much money do we each have like right now in our bank accounts? We give rough rough estimates. We add it up, and then we're like, how do you think we could bid on Volition and, and get uh, Saints Row in our name? I don't want a garbage game. I want a good game. <laughs> wow, Saints right. Row the Third. You thought it was a garbage game, huh? Craig wants WWE. I had my feel pretty short. Yeah, I do. Yeah, WWE of... could be hot again. You didn't I like mean, Saints Row? I liked it fine. It was it was fine. I I didn't like the aiming and the, the way Lock On worked. I, the world didn't work for me either. I argue with Mitch about this all the time. I I really like the actual character movement in those games. Like when you're actually yeah, yeah. just running around, I feel like it doesn't feel anywhere near as fluid as like a GTA or whatever. Yeah. 
But I had fun. I like the skydiving. Anywhere where I can jump out. No, those games are so goofy and brilliant. I mean, I don't know. It'll it'll be really interesting. I'm I'm definitely excited to see that day. Mm -hmm. Well, let's not forget that there's a significant human element to this too. Of course, Um, course. people are probably you know a lot of people are probably very deeply affected by this. So our best thoughts and wishes go out to them. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, Number two, Sony has filed a patent that would allow it through some technological magic to block used games from being played on future hardware. The requested patent report sent the internet ablaze Sen- with speculation on if Sony's upcoming PlayStation 3 successor would use such technology. However, Sony has been mum on if that's the case, refusing to comment. It's worth noting that it's extremely, extremely unlikely that Sony would opt to do this and that the company, no doubt, has tens of thousands of patents that it's never used. We see them all the time, Colin. These patents come through something crazy. Remember this DualShock PlayStation Move controller? This abomination of a controller. Mm-hmm. move orbs up by the R2 buttons. You're, t- you're tempting buttons. fate by talking about it. I know. I, know. I, I want to make sure we get on the record early that this is a terrible idea, Shuhei. Do not make this. Sure. If, if that's the decision, it's way too late. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, they make goofy patents all the time. But this was an interesting one, right? Like, uh, rumored uh, a while back that Microsoft was working on something similar to make sure, you know, mm-hmm. stop used games or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a big problem for the publishers mm-hmm. trying to look at their bottom line if you will so that they don't go the way of the THQs yeah I think there's two things first I think the internet like was way out of control with their reaction to this yeah. not really understanding Isn't the internet always way out of yeah, control yeah but this was like this was like a step far where it's like well that's the end of Sony and I'm not buying a Playstation <laughs> it's like th- what are you talking about like it's a patent yeah yeah if they're just filing for it now then it's almost definitely not in the new console which has probably been set for a year or two you know like like we gotta use our you know let's use our minds a little bit on, uh, so like let's it's too much work on the internet i'd rather just react and uh <laughs> volatile emotional reaction if you look at greg's comment history just ah! <laughs> and assuming assuming it's in the, in the new console and i doubt it is but assuming that I it doubt is, it assuming that it ah. is like it's just it seems to me that sony would be making a, a major error Funny. not because not because of anything that they're doing and it's wrong because they have every right to protect their, their assets but because it will the, the the situation in which games are becoming digital and and this is probably the last disc based hardware we're ever going to see this problem will solve itself yeah and I, i'm sure that they know that and plus as you always say if they do this and microsoft doesn't then it's like yeah, that's, it's over yeah. well there you go that's why psn handle b barry bonds start thinking a better freaking psn user barry bonds writes into beyond at ign.com just like you can recently read an article on ign regarding sony's patent that may point towards sony phasing out the sale of used games what if sony developed via its playstation store an area where you could trade in the digital code for your game thereby relinquishing your rights of ownership in exchange for credit towards the psn store and then Sony could sell your game slash code online at a discount and still make a nice profit. Well, I mean, the second that half of that, that makes no sense. Yeah, like, I, I, I like the idea of them letting you relinquish your rights to a game to get some credit back, but yeah. they don't need to like reuse that code or anything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's we can only have five thousand active codes at any time <laughs> yeah. for this yeah, title. I mean, that's a nice idea, I guess, but it's, it's it's silly in the sense that like once the game is sold digitally, they have no there's no recourse after right, that. Exactly, and they and they know that. I'm just saying, like people are are like ah, the overreaction to this was like unbelievable sure. because like people had reminded us, and I didn't remember this, uh, but like this was discussed before PS3 came out and that sony was going to do this and they didn't and you know so they might even have other patents for this already uh and yeah like you said xbox microsoft was actually the first company that that it was revealed like was thinking about doing this like we said on a video like they could collude with each other illegally i guess and say like uh we want to say illegally yeah you can't it, it would be, there would be some rule against fixing the market like that when if they were both like hey we don't want to injure each other's business so let's both lock out 
uh, lock out consumers from using used games. I think. That, I think if they did it that way, it would be yeah, illegal. I, I think. I, well, yeah. Okay. If, if somebody came to them and he was like, "Hey, I'm I'm Brad Smith and I'm CEO." Brad of, Smith from the Missouri Tigers. That's him. And he was like, "Well, you know, when I'm not when I'm not playing in Missouri, well, I like he, to... no, he no longer plays Missouri. He went to the okay. Jets, so, and so, now he plays. Now he now gotta plays get back Buff- on track. Now he plays for the Buffalo Bills. Okay, oh, so he's like, I know that team. He's like, all right, when I take a break in Buffalo in between games, I, I like to uh, block use games from working in <laughs> home consoles. And so if he were to come to Sony and Microsoft and propose it individually, and they each accepted it, I think that would be fine. But I think yeah, but like if, no, if, I, like, I think that if Microsoft was uh, talked to Sony and was like, let's no, both. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if, if it's a third party introducing, I feel like it would be fine. So but you're yeah, if, if they may, if 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 Bill Gates calls Kaz up, we stopped recording for a second. We're no, just to pick it up like nobody knew. No! <laughs> They're behind the veil. My, my only point is that they, the two companies can't communicate directly, as far as I know. The end. Really, end that story. sucks. I thought that you know yeah. they could like Kaz and uh, Bill Gates could go to lunch and be like, "Man, this used game thing's beating our ass." I'm like, "Well, we just filed this patent. We're gonna try to do this. Are you doing anything like that?" And like, "Oh yeah, didn't you read that IGN article from like a year ago where we said we were? Yeah. Oh, cool. It's collusion. I, I, I don't, I don't." Stupid. I don't, I don't, know, I mean, I don't not, feel like I'm something not, like that really should be illegal, but it certainly could be manipulated in certain markets to, to screw everything yeah. up. So I honestly do. I'm, I'm not purporting to be any kind of legal expert. I have no idea. Really? Some some lawyers. Wait, wait, to this wait. Podcast. So when you defended me in court, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. But yeah, nonetheless, I just you know I just feel like the, that there was a massive overreaction to that, and um, you know it, everything suggests that it's not going to be ready to go in the hardware. But even if it is, you know, then you have to ask you know different kinds of questions and. And uh, I just think Sony is smart enough to know that this problem will solve itself. So, um, and it is a problem. I'm not saying that consumers don't have rights to sell their games back, but uh, they do. They, I mean, they bought it. I guess they can do whatever they want with it. But um, it is a problem for the publishers that they're going to try to nip in the bud. You know? Yeah. I love that phrase, "nip in the bud." Yeah, it's, it's a a kind phrase. of a nonsensical phrase. <laughs> I wish it was "nip in the butt." No, nip in the bud, isn't it? Doesn't that mean that you're cutting like the bud of a flower before it blooms? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So nip in the butt. No, yeah. no. But you said it was nonsensical. Like, but kill kill no, you're plop. you're n- nipping it in the bud of the plant. <laughs> it's the bud yeah. of the plant, so it will grow. Right. That's, yeah, so Kilbasi Plop's first album is called Nip in the Butt. Yeah. Nip in the Butt. Yes. <laughs> well, Kilbasi okay, Plop's Kilbasi Kill Plop's first record will be self-titled, but its its follow-up album will be Nip in the Butt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's out there, uh, we want. I can't wait to play Kilbasi Plop at the end of this <laughs> podcast. So go ahead and get that into Beyond at IGN.com. Uh, that's all the news, though, Greg. All right. Well, it's exciting and terrifying and a bunch of other emotions for THQ. But even if someone else buys South Park, I'm not going to be able to walk into stores today and buy that. If I wanted to walk into a store and know what games are on the shelf, where would I go? You go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. How was that intro? It was good. It was better than most. Here's the weird thing is that every every week we get to this the diving board, the edge of the diving board, and I have to say something, and I always remember, oh, crap, I said it badly last time, and I haven't thought for an entire week <laughs> on what else I should mm-hmm. say. You shouldn't think about it, though. It's important that you well, don't Well, I used about. to think about it, apparently, you know, and- you stay up at night, you're tossing and turning. Yeah. <laughs> you're listening to old episodes, you're, like, really dignified and articulate during that part. Pardon uh, me, Mr. Moriarty. At retail, mm-hmm. Anarchy Reigns is coming out. Now, interestingly, it's apparently only $30. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. yeah, and I played uh, quite a bit of the Japanese version, and it's fun. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what our official review says. I don't even know who's reviewing it or when Mitch it's going to be. Mitch Dyer. Yeah, he's been capturing stuff. It's weird that that's um out. <laughs> like like wasn't that live stream that you guys did with the Japanese version like forever ago? I didn't do it. But... Feels like it. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But that was definitely last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was when it was supposed to come out in July. Oh yeah. yeah. 
uh, on Vita digitally only, uh, Earth Defense Force 2017 Portable. Oh goodness, is out on PlayStation. Anthony, Anthony Guy is going to review that one first. PlayStation Network digital games. Uh, Demon Souls is available digitally now. Rise of the Guardians, Lord of the Rings, War in the North, and Dance Magic. PS2 classics. You ready for these? Oh my god. Dora the Explorer, Dora Saves the Crystal Kingdom. One you've been demanding. Is that one? Is that one title? Yep. Dora the Explorer, Dora Saves the Mermaids. Okay. Dora the Explorer, Dora Saves the Snow Princess. Are you saying Dora the Explorer? Yep. Is that what it is? No, it's Explorer. Okay. Go Diego. I I legitimately didn't know. Go Diego Go, Great Dinosaur Rescue. Go Diego Go. Go Diego Go, Safari Rescue. Remember the old days when we would review all those games? Do you remember? On PS2, I mean. Man, what? What's wrong? That's it. I don't get... Why would they put all... Is there a big Dora and Diego outcry from parents? What, why well, is that? Pro- I, I was actually thinking about that, and I think that the, the answer is that, you know, a parent goes on, what can my kid play? This game's $10. They don't care about trophies. They don't care about what, what way it looks. It's probably fun. It's something they recognize Man, kids and know. are stupid. Yep. Uh, let's I had it. a kid fall asleep on me yesterday on the Muni, and I was not a fan of that. Really? I was playing Persona on the train. This m- mom and her grandmother were sitting on the aisle, like flanking the aisle in the seats in front of me, and then their little kid, like probably like four or five, sat next to me, and he just nodded off, and he just like did like the <laughs> <laughs> he did like the, the little slide, you know, slide to your side, and buried his head in my side while I'm playing Persona. You should. Play. I mean, that was kind of cute, though, right? <laughs> that was the thing. As I walked that line between. This is kind of cute, and also I hate children, and I don't. So the this. mom's like, "What are you doing to my son?" No, the mom turned around, and they were like, they looked at him, and they were like, "Oh," and they kind of laughed about it, like to themselves, not like at my expense, but like how cute their son was being. But then right. there was no movement to move him off of the stranger, okay. off the strange man. Now, granted, I was in a giant, I was in my traditional Mizzou hoodie, the giant yellow one, so I'm sure I looked like Big Bird. <laughs> so <laughs> this kid probably felt very comfortable next to me, living his Sesame Street dream. So you hate children? Not a, not a fan of kids. Oh, really? What no. about it's gonna them? Be bad, it's like... going to be bad for your kid when you're awesome. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what did we name <laughs> We already had a name for him, right? Franklin, wasn't it? Or something? I don't remember. Franklin yeah, and Bash. Frederick. Frederick. <laughs> Frederick. <laughs> yeah, Frederick's going to have a few upsetting years while I wait for him to grow and mature a bit. We don't really know how. I I mean, I, I, in the, if you're the... just catching up, ladies and gentlemen, it's been prophesized by the top prophets like that colin moriarty i think it was me wasn't it who was it i don't even know anyways colin and greg's prophecies uh indicate that of course ryan clements he's engaged right now he's getting married congratulations thanks they will have a child named frederick a boy and then they will both die in a boating accident not the the wife and the husband here clements Mm -hmm. and then of course i'm the godfather of frederick so (laughs) frederick comes to live with me and yeah, it's going to be rough on him until he gets a little older. But the prophecies didn't foretell, foretell what, how old he'll be because true, he could be an infant, which is going to be bad news. No, or he no, could be no. like he could be like twelve or thirteen. I, no, no, I picture what the, when I look at the hazy picture, I see a boy uh, <laughs> between the, the ages of four and six, mm. and he's wearing. <laughs> He's wearing a tie. He's wearing a collared tie. One of those little uh, sweater vests. Why does he have a sweater He's got khaki on? shorts on, and then okay. the socks pulled up his shin a bit. Uh, and and a he's got a balloon. fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a balloon. Mm. Coming to live with balloon? Godfather Greg. She is fuzzy, though. I don't... It is. There are many things... It's hard, to see... <laughs> it's hard for me to see much beyond... Yeah. Beyond what... Uh, the, the tragic boating accident. No, no. It's a harsh one. I'm sorry, Ron. <laughs> We told you not to take out, go out on the waves of the Hamptons like I'm that. Just, but... I'm just excited in a few years when Ethan's like, oh my god, there's a great boat trip we could take today. Come on, I'm going to go, no, no. I'm like scared to go on boats now. I don't even want to go on Well, until you anymore. have Fed- Frederick. There's really no yeah. way. So if you get on the boat, go on boats now. What I don't like Wait, about okay. children, they're gross. 
Yep. They, they lick they're their loud. hands. They got noses that run all the time. They're, they got those noses. They're gross. They <laughs> yeah, always, they they're always getting sick. They get you sick. Yeah, they are yeah. kind of gross, aren't they? Yeah, they need stuff all the time. Portillo you, is as much responsibility as I can handle, and even that sometimes I'm like, I God, he, he, he sucks. Dog. Are you ready he for? Are you ready bugs. for? We're gonna go really into like serious territory right sure. now. Do you ever suspect you'll want children? No. Not you at all. Ne- you will never want Man, children. this is fun. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to podcasts beyond the conversational podcast, we go anywhere. I have not talked about this to many people. When I set off to do chemo, the guy, you know, he's talking to me. He's like, okay, blah, blah, this, that, and the other. We'll mm. get this. Before you do your first one, you should go leave a sperm donation sample or whatever. You should right. store your In sperm. In case you want children later. Exactly. I'm yeah. like, why? He's like, well, you know, this could make you stare. I'm like, I oh, don't worry about it. He's like, no, you should really think about it. And I'm like, really? Oh, fine. I thought about it. Because I haven't wanted kids for forever. And ever since I watched The Family Man with Nicolas Cage. You remember the family yeah, man, yeah. Nicholas Cage? Like he was all Taylor like, Leone, I think is it exactly. Yeah. He was all depressed that his life had like some slut show up at his door in lingerie to have sex with him, and then he was like, "Oh, he has this dream about Taylor Leone and these terrible kids with runny noses." He's like, "That's the life I want." Like you're a millionaire living in a high rise, having sex with random hot girls. You're doing all right. Don't worry about the freaking Chevy you could have had and run this damn used car dealership. Anyways, I, I love the idea of a younger Greg watching that movie, missing the point, being like, "Oh, they're right." You are totally like, just picture younger Greg laying on the couch in his parents' basement watching that movie, and you have the accurate picture of what the Family Man did to me. But yeah, so yeah, I thought about it for a while, and I came back, and I was like, "I'm not worried about this at all." Like, yeah. I, I thought about it, I'm like, "Maybe I will, maybe it'll change." And then I looked at the prices to store sperm, and I'm like, "Fuck that!" Like, not even, not even in my, not when, even. When Greg told me this, I I offered to freeze his sperm for him. <laughs> at a reduced fee. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was gonna put an ice. I was putting an ice cube tray. Do you remember the tragedy? I'm so going. Oh there, shit! Yeah. Mike Mitchell. <laughs> Mike Mitchell plops an ice cube from that tray into his bourbon. Holy jeez! This tastes weird. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Would we tell him? Would we tell him? You gotta, you gotta tell him. Right? <laughs> like how you use the word "flop" like, <laughs> oh. right into the bourbon. This has been your Mike Mitchell minute. Every podcast, <laughs> every podcast beyond comes with a Mike Mitchell minute. There it was that was your um, Greg. I'm just you know I'm I'm surprised. So let me give a little personal insight since you were so kind enough sure. to share one of yours. My uh, I talk I've talked with my mom about this before, like years ago, and yeah. she always said when she was our age and even in the year like within many of the first years of her marriage to my dad um she always like really did not like kids she never thought she wanted kids and then like towards the actually the end of their marriage well actually i don't really know how the timeline went because uh they were they were divorced when i was pretty young but uh they when they decided they wanted kids my mom had struggled with actually uh having me and when she finally did it like completely turned around her worldview on sure, like, sure, sure. what if she, that she actually really like this was something she was meant to do and that she was it was really meaningful to her yeah so i don't think you should count yourself out for parenthood just yet that's all i'm saying it's what i look for in girlfriends and stuff like that's an early conversation so what do you think about kids and if they're like they want kids like, yeah, all right. Well, there's a difference between wanting kids right away and just being like, you know, not not ready for them. See, I think it's the same thing I like in video games, right? When you're making money and stuff, like when you're just like when in Assassin's Creed, when you turn that corner where you're just generating thousands of yen or whatever the hell they use in Italy. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yen in Italy. <laughs> Well, you could name the currency, and you know what country it comes from. No, you know the Japanese yen that they use in Italy. Well, remember this is ancient times, yeah, ancient Italy times. It's not ancient Italy. <laughs> <laughs> 
show. God, I love making this show. Can we just do this all day long? (laughs) All I'm saying is... Ancient Italy. Now, you studied history. (laughs) You studied history. Yes. I think you'll back me up here. Okay. That Italy is broken up by when the Euro came out. Mm -hmm. So... Post Euro is modern Italy, mm-hmm. so two thousand. <laughs> okay, before the Euro, ancient Italy, ancient Italy in nineteen ninety nine. Anyways, I want to, I want to have a lot of money. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to have a mansion that's just generating random money about the money I want to buy all the paintings in town in real life. Anyways, I don't, I'm too selfish. I think I'm too mm. selfish for it. No, I want kids. I just can't afford them. I, I, so, all. by the way, I'm not, so that's totally fine. I just I wonder if you feel like maybe five, ten years from now you might change your mind. That's all I, I'm curious to know. Yeah. And I just think it's a possibility. Sure, sure. If you go that's through your life one. saying, like, children are not for me, I will... You know, do something out. Like, you're already contributing to the world in different ways, right? Yeah, this it's podcast. Just, this po- every one exactly. of these podcasts are my That's children. That's questionable. Right. Exactly. I've had 274 <laughs> children right here. Here's, here's the deal we'll set up right now. If I turn 35 and I'm still single, you can just adopt me as your kid. <laughs> can I dress you in the Frederick outfit? I just <laughs> yeah, but, uh, You're my you dad. Can you can raise both Frederick at the same time. All right, yeah, Mitch exactly. Morgan, write that one down and let us know in how many years? How long do you 35? So that would be nine years. Oh, wow. There you go. Keep it in. Right. Mitchell Morgan, God only knows what he'll be doing. He'll be working at Morgan Stanley. Yeah, <laughs> I, told, I told Greg that there's a really decent chance, like a 50-50 chance, that in 10 years, Greg and I will still somehow be living together. So, this, my, my, I told Greg that there's a really good chance I'll end up living in his basement, maybe, yeah. or just when he owns renting a, mansion, a room in his house when somewhere. He's, when he's living up big off those Oreo reviews. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to live without Greg, though, because yeah. it's, it's it's fun, because that's how I get, like, 95% of my social contact. It's true. And then I just disappear into a into a, into a bedroom. You can always tell if you get you can hang out with Colin if you can get something good on TV and hook him. He's yeah. the opposite of Mike Mitchell. Mike Mitchell could have white noise on the TV, and if he walked in, he would sit there and stare at it for as long as it was on. Colin, you gotta, I had a, we got to keep Morrison last night. We had two hours of time hanging out together. Mm-hmm. And then I just went. You get a net, and then, then you were gone. Puff of smoke as soon as it was done. I had to, I'd bust your dishes. <laughs> took care of everything. Tucked you, you in. Thank you. Tucked you in. And Pertillo vomited twice in my room. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Twice? Wow. Really? Is he all right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's fine. He's right. had an upset stomach. But it wasn't. Usually when he gets sick, I can trace it back to, I saw him eat that piece of cheese or something, but there was nothing. He did nothing out of the ordinary, but mm-hmm. he just Barfing his brains Did out. Did he eat one time. of those sperm ice cubes this time? <laughs> Probably. That might have busted him when I kicked him in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was coughing up a kidney, but whatever. Well, we've rambled for a while. Let's, see, the, let's see what. The, yeah, let's get back to PlayStation and see what uh, everybody else wants to talk about. We're going to go to Jonathan. Jonathan writes into beyond.igene.com, just like you can. He says, if PlayStation is the only next-gen console to block used games, do you think they will be at a severe disadvantage compared to the Xbox? Many people in the article's comments said that Sony's patenting was their suicide and claimed that there was no way to buy a console that blocked used games. Do you guys think this is true? Uh, The patent isn't a suicide because a patent, smart companies patent as much as they possibly can, um, so their competitors don't. Uh... But I, think, yeah, I mean, yeah, if they I did do it, a severe disadvantage. Yeah, if they did do it, then for sure, then yeah, people would totally run to the Xbox or whatever it is. Yeah, it would be. It would be a pretty. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it would be a disadvantage. It would be a, a, a significant disadvantage. PlayStation would still persevere. <laughs> is that from the roof? It would keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was some big lost noises going on <laughs> upstairs. I don't know what that. Jacob Marley's up monster there, just rattling his chains. <laughs> God, remember Lost? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Remember when that show was God. like the thing. 
Yeah. It was good for really like it. three seasons and then Dude, just... I was I I don't know if I've ever been two. more obsessed with anything than I was with Lost. What I was about, so What about Persona Lost. right now? No, not even close. Really? Just turning I, three red lights. Dude, I was so into Lost. <laughs> let it, let it happen. But then when that final season happened, I was like so so quickly lost it and then the finale just lost it. Oh man. Uh... Do you do you do you know that I was so ang- like I actually got so angry at Lost by the last season that I refused to finish the last season. You missed nothing. Part, so so. I, never, I never saw the end. Yeah, I know what happened. Yeah, the end. Exactly is... what everyone knew was going to happen. Well, I mean, it's a show. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. what they said the show wasn't going to be. It's a show about science versus faith, and they were always very careful to not take a side. And and maybe eventually, I guess they were leaning towards science. But in the end, they they full on went towards faith, and it, it turned me off a little bit. Zane Lost. writes in to be so on. Anyway, used games. <laughs> At IGN. Oh yeah, it's a disadvantage. I think that yeah, was that was honestly the question I think I was looking to try to tie in earlier, but I tied in a different one. Gotcha. It all got there in the end. Mm. Zane writes in when he's Billy Zane. That's who it was. Billy Zane. Zane. Oh, the fan from you know from the from the stain. Music I was going to say the mask. <laughs> <laughs> Does the Colin mask? still believe we don't need new systems? If so, why? If it is because The Last of Us is, I'm sorry, what? If it is because The Last of Us. Is pretty kick him in the... Oh, okay, I see what he's saying there. No. Anyways, do we need consoles? New consoles, Colin? No, we don't need them, but we're going to get them. Are you happy that we're getting them? Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, it's always exciting to get new consoles. I just don't know... There's really nothing wrong with the PS3. I mean, you know, it's it's a very well, powerful console. It does things that I love. You know, I, I love the Netflix and the Hulu and the Amazon the and the NHL. and the, It does, like, so many things. I just wonder... You know, my, when my girlfriend came, uh, she's you know she's finishing her PhD when she came to, to San Francisco to hang out during Christmas break. She asked, she's, she, I told her, she's like, oh, so a new PlayStation is going to come out? And I'm like, yeah, you know, we don't really know anything about it. Whatever. She's like, why? Like, what? Wh- how much better can it possibly get than, the, than what it's already doing or whatever? And I'm like, that's a really good question. And she's just everyday consumer. And a lot of everyday consumers are going to be asking themselves that same exact question when these new consoles come out. So I think it's going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, a harder sell than I think a lot of people. Inhale them all. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the fire. <laughs> fire. <laughs> fire what, sir? I think, it's gonna fire? Be a, I think it's going to be a harder sell. Um, then I think aren't they to, always to not gamers to non gamers? Well, no, I don't think I don't think they always are. I think that self. first year is always just the hardcore get it, and then you wait for it to slowly start building. I don't know. I don't know, Xbox, I don't know PS3. if that's really true. I mean, like, I, I mean, it, ha- it is like that sometimes. But I think the SNES era is a really good example of people that jumped on it. I think the PS2 is an amazing example of. But people even that, that came that late. Like that was you know me and my dumb gamer friends camping out for it. It wasn't like everybody going out to buy it just to have a second DVD. Yeah, player. but there's always a reason to have it. That was sure, a, that was sure. one of people's first DVD player. And, yeah, and yeah, so I, I think you know the Blu-ray player wasn't really a compelling thing. It was too early. Um, a lot of people didn't have HGTVs. I just yeah. hardcore games. I'll, I'll get a PS. I'll buy a PS4 the first day it comes out, regardless of what it costs and stuff like that, because I can afford it now. I couldn't afford a PS3 when it came. Yeah, rolling in the beyond uh, money, rolling in the deep. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think I just think the consumer is going to. It was very telling when she told me that because I was like, that's what people are going to ask themselves that that question. And and I don't think it's off base to say we don't need consoles. I think the developers and publishers feel like we need to so they can make more money and so that we're going to get them. You know? Is something is what, part of it for uh, the publishers for Sony and Microsoft, not Nintendo, obviously. You'll see where I'm going. Trying to keep up with what's happening with PCs. I mean, is that the problem? You think that all of a sudden you're making these PC games, and you got to try to port them down? They look terrible. You're you, you're at risk of falling behind to this audience that can do all the stuff with the PC. I don't know, man. I I think the whole PC gaming's fine. It's fun. We like Civ and we like SimCity and all that stuff. You see the disdain in his eyes. Co- 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 no, but I'm saying like PC gaming in our ecosystem is prevalent. 
but I think PC gaming is like largely irrelevant to be perfectly honest with you with like the everyday person, you know? Right, but that's like, exactly. I mean, we're hearing all these Steam Box things now. That's exactly what Valve is trying to combat. Yeah. So if that happens, and that's a, that's a, that's a game changer, and that's a different yeah. story. But like we talk about PC games as like a paradigm shift and kind of pushing things forward, and in a sense they do, but. The everyday gamer doesn't care about PC gaming, you know. Nonetheless, nonetheless, like the, I think that's a that's a dangerous thing to say, dude. The everyday gamer, like console every, gamer, sure. No, I just think the everyday person that plays an iPhone game or plays, you know, a casual game on their sure. PS2 or they they have a PlayStation Three and they buy a few games a year. Yeah, like, the call, the you call know what I mean? Like PC, PCs are expensive. You know, like it's it's prohibitive in terms of pricing. It's hard to do. Everyone laughs at us, but like we, we're p- trying to play PC games all the time. I was like, what are you supposed to fucking do? You got to download this drive. You got to. Do- I'm just that's, saying that that's we- all. That's all totally. I, I don't like that point. I would, I'm just gonna throw that out there. We're well, actually what's the point? Because I had counter like console. Yeah, but you guys things- don't. You guys don't play PC games, so that's kind of like the same thing as when you approach a PlayStation that's been long out of use and you're not really familiar with it. Of course, it will be difficult for you, and of course, it's hard for you guys when you don't really keep up to date with like actually keeping a PC up and running and maintained. I mean, like when I turn my PC on, like everything is automated. Like you just like press one button and it updates everything automatically. It's all like good to go. That's just because I use it often. You know, it's like that's. I just feel like that argument doesn't really have any relevance. That has relevance I, I, to me because I understand. Like PC it's, it, it's the same thing as when we used to argue about PS3 versus Xbox. It's whatever. It's whatever you use the most is what you sure. like, right? That's why Damon thinks PS3 is like, oh, I can't use it all, and I'm like, I can't use this Xbox, or whatever. But even both of those, I can see, I can shake hands with. And PCs, I think, it's one of those things. I want to give PC a chance. I bought that PC from Colin. I went through all these hoops to get it up and running, and yada yada yada. And then, yeah, I do turn it on, and like, I, I give it a lot of shit on Twitter, and I do the Greg Miller thing where I play it up or whatever, you know, here and there. But literally, every time I turn on a PC, something is wrong. I tried to turn on a PS PC the other day and had to call Charles over because we couldn't get a picture. And we went through everything, and we called Arthur, and we called An- called Anthony, talked to Arthur, did this, did that, mm-hmm. unplugged this, switched HDMI cables, put it into a TV, it's not working, put it back into the you monitor. Could, you just work. couldn't get a display? No, nothing would come oh, out okay, of the display. See, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay. Well, do you know what ended up being the problem? No, I, I left the room, and Charles fixed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could have been your chance to learn. Mm. No, no, I just think that, you know, PC gaming anyway, is yeah, PC gaming's big. You know, and people, sure. and people yeah, like and people like PC games, and that's fine. You know, we make we make fun of it, but it's fine. I mean, that's whatever you're into. I want you to, like, yeah, exactly. I want you to be happy with whatever. Yeah, you play. exactly. And like I've said many times, like I don't think I've spent any more time with a game this generation than Civ Five. So I'm with you, but it's not the game changer. You know what I mean? It's it's the most prohibitive way to play games, and there are you know that's not going to push anything forward. It might t- push things forward in terms of game mechanics or in terms of graphics, but. Things getting more reductive and cheaper is what is going to push gaming forward. Mm. That's why iPads and iPhone gaming is pre- is prevalent, and that's why PC gaming isn't. I'm excited to see the Steam you know? box. Like, I like Steam as a program. Yeah, Steam, yeah. Is, a, well, Steam is an amazing all it, thing. All it takes, I, I don't think they'll do this, but I mean, people keep saying it. All it takes is Valve saying, hey, Half-Life 3 is exclusive to this platform. Well, and like, then it's though. suddenly this huge thing that's taken very seriously. Yeah, but they won't you know? do that either. No, I, I, to- I totally agree. I don't think they'll do that. But I'm saying if, if something like that were to come along, that's all it would take. I mean, all you, uh, to me, all right, so I look at it like this. With Valve's a great example, but into the games that they develop. When you look at something like, you know, I don't know, Orange Box or something like that, and these games that really are PC-centric, created by internal teams that should only be on PC, but they put them on consoles because they can make a lot more money doing that. You know, th- there's no drive for people to be like, I'm going to buy a $1,000 PC rig so I can play these games when they can just play them on a $250 or $300 system they already own. So I, I don't know. It's just like I think that we have to kind of gauge the fact that PC gaming is this thing. It's its own massive niche, but it's a niche, you know? And some games like Minecraft sell gazillion copies on it but most games i'm sure don't and i don't know i just think that console gaming and getting steam onto console 
by way of a Steam box, whatever they do, or maybe put it on the new Xbox, new Microsoft, whatever they do, or new uh, PlayStation. That, um, I think you have a better likelihood at that. I mean, I think, I think that would be smart. With, I think if Valve was like, Valve, I'm not going to say that, but I think Valve was smart. <laughs> if Valve was smart. <laughs> Valve was like, one of the most in, ingenious companies in the industry, but if if they getting in the hardware is dangerous and i don't think they yep. i don't think they should do it and if they and if they and i'm sure that they've t- at least talked to sony and microsoft about getting steam itself onto their new consoles um but then that would cut into sony's profits and microsoft profits yeah. with selling games over it's just a very complicated issue i couldn't see that yeah it's it's tough but you know pc tough, gaming's fine I'll, I'll, I'll start playing pc games again when SimCity comes out yeah which will also say, come to console another another point to make Bullshit. though is that i i feel like you often when you're when you're describing this and i pretty much agree with everything you just said except for the fact that pc gaming doesn't always have to be that super high price like depending on like what, usually- where you enter enter like some like if you for example you have like one custom build or you build one with a friend or something sometimes you can really cut those prices down and no, it, you kind of make it up in the back end right the, the fact that games are cheaper on Steam games are cheaper you get and it, it, it's kind of like how we always were like really you guys really want to tell people about how good PlayStation Plus is right. like it is amazing how much money you can save on Steam's um holiday sales like it's very oh, sales sure. it's yeah. absurd Steam's like, awesome to, like just I just really to get, like, like you know oh 5 bucks you get these 40 games or whatever like something like what like that's crazy yeah. so i mean yeah you do make up some money there but building a pc is really hard i will admit to that yeah i i yeah, i i mean i'm in agreement that yeah that all those things are true. I'm just saying that PC gaming is not this like massive paradigm shift. Uh, it's it's existed throughout it's older. gaming's history, yeah, and it's older. It's never been the prevalent. It's never been the prevalent platform ever. And there and there's a and there's a reason for that. You know, well, it's it, prevalent like at the start of gaming, right? Like when that yeah, was really the only. Well, I mean, even if you were to compare uh, Apple II gaming or you know early IBM compatible PC gaming to you know the prevalence of an Atari 2600 or mm-hmm. later and NES or something like that like those things exist and they're everywhere so like people buy <laughs> games for them and they games sell but sure if that was the case like I don't think feel like a console would even be necessary you know what mm-hmm. I mean but I don't know the exact numbers to be honest yeah we're just we're spitballing I'm really and I'm really int- I'm just so fascinated to see what like what happens next maybe not with the P- PS4 because as you said like this you know there's going to be the PS4 but then it's like what after that yeah is it going to be one more? Is there going to no, be? No, it'll be unified. Is it going to be? I don't know. Is it just going to be Sony puts out one last system, except it's all digital? Uh, you know, I just—it's really interesting. I just really want to see what happens. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I'm I'm really excited to see what what this next thing is going to be. Yeah. yeah. The, what the what PS4 and then one after PS4. That. Okay. Yeah. I just I expect like, big things from these consoles. I mean, I, you talk about it that they need a reason to buy it. What is the reason going to be? What What are both of these consoles bringing to the table that is going to make them? be the step up right they're yeah. not the wii u <laughs> it's just i think if there's one thing that's that's fairly certain it's that the wii u is is following a very gamecube like path which leaves a huge opening for the next consoles you know and i think gamecube sold fine but it's it's super underwhelming i think that the wii u numbers are clearly underwhelming even a lot of said that like they weren't sold out and you know like that also that argument's null and void now i think that we're going to see crazy things out of these next consoles. i think you're going to have like dvr compatibility i think you're going to have all sorts of Especially really, Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft is really going in that direction. I think you have yeah. all sorts of cool shit. Like I, I, I think it's. I think there's going to be an exciting reason to own both these new consoles. And I, regardless of what they are, I mean, if we're talking about things that don't play games, what's the DVR? Play, what DVR capabilities is it going to do that you in your head? Just being a DVR, no, like it would they, replace they the cable. They call Torn or whatever in J- Japan. So I think that that was uh, that's on PS3 or whatever. So that's um, what is it though? It's it's something yeah you plug it it's it's a, a way for you to you know save shows or but you have five hundred gigabytes to do it mm. you know or whatever 
Um, I just think you know I think, with I all think these with the Sony's rumor about trying to get a cable system going and all these things. Like, see, I, I think, think the that future like lots of I think stuff. A couple of years ago, DVR I think would have been the bigger deal, but now I think it's getting it all a la carte, trying to figure out how to, especially when you look at things like you know. Uh, Epix just came out, and it's doing the same thing HBO does, right? Where you Epix is, or and I'm saying it wrong. Epix, sorry, Epics. is a is a. Um, yeah, oh, oh, I was like, what is it? Sorry, E-Pix? sorry. Well, I got the, I never heard of this channel before, and I get this oh. press release about it from Sony. Yeah. I was like, what? Epix would make sense because it would be like electronic pictures. Exactly. Anyways, it's just like HBO, where it's a cable network that has all these things. Now you can get the app on the PlayStation Three and the Vita, and you can watch all this content. However, you have to have the subscription already through cable. It's like if one of them really wants to turn – if one of the things really wants to turn the market right and have it be that PlayStation 4 is coming and it acts as – if you're buying whatever – you can buy a season pass to HBO so you can get around this so it, or it, whatever. It looks at the console as a, a cable service provider. That way you can then go online and you can download the HBO Go app and use it even if you don't have HBO cable, at which point then you cancel your cable and you're fine. Yeah, but it's like, – this is – see, this is, this is the catch-22 that's keeping the cable system as we know it together because the a la carte system will destroy Comcast. And so, and other companies, and Time Warner, and all these, you know, Cox Cable, and all like, like the, you know, when you have a channel, there's a fee paid for each channel, or whatever, through yeah. through the media intermediary between the cable companies and the channels, or whatever. And if you have a la carte, that would probably eliminate a bunch of channels, which is fine. I mean, a lot of people don't watch some of this shit. Yeah, what the shit. But then it would it, it would blow up the whole business model, which we're, I think we're all anxious for and totally fine with. And I think companies like HBO and AMC and all these companies with actual content are like fine, but that ruins like network TV. Local network TV, you know, channels like HGTV and things that like don't like are fine, but don't really have like a huge draw or whatever. And so True TV or whatever. True TV anymore. Um, HGTV would be supported by every girlfriend I've ever met or had. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It, it's it's fast. Like, I think the paradigm shift is going to happen in terms of that this generation. And I think that all it's going to take is one company to do it. They're going to ruin and burn a bridge with the cable companies and they're going to prove that it works and then other companies will do it and yeah. you could see a, 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 you could see someone like HBO being like you know what let's just do it Fuck I it. mean look yeah. at when when iTunes started no one no music or no record labels rather wanted to get on board with iTunes and there were people who held out and held out and held out and then finally everyone came over I mean that just all, all it takes is, is one person kind of crossing that line that's right it's like you have to give if you give people an accessible way to buy something for, for what they think is an affordable and reasonable price they will buy it you know and so iTunes is a perfect example of something I proved it. It's like, well, no one wants to buy music anymore. You can download for free. Well, like, down, I'm sure online piracy is like has tanked since, comparatively, since you know we had LimeWire and all those things and DC plus yep. plus and Napster and all those things because it's just like, well, I can download it off the CD website and maybe get a virus or I can pay a dollar for this song. And it's like, okay, and it's like a super high quality. Yeah. it's like instant. Yeah. Well, so, especially once they drop DRM and all that stuff. Like, yeah, right. And, smart and about it. it's the same thing. Like with. Um, you know, with even with Downton Abbey, like season three or whatever, it's like, well, this is on PBS, and so like, you know, I can just DVR them or whatever. But like, it's so reasonably priced on Amazon; it's like twenty dollars for the season. It's like I just want to support it. It's so actually free now. It. So like, I watched Downton Abbey for free from Amazon Prime. Oh, really? I have Prime, yeah. and I, I thought it was yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, not season three though. No, no, season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like, it's like. It, it's affordable, and it's not only it's not only accessible. I could watch it for free right now if I wanted to on uh, by DVRing it or just watching PBS. But I want to pay for it. And like you can create systems like that, that sure. that you know money changes hands. It's just it's gonna be fascinating. I think that uh, what my prediction about the Xbox and the PS3 is, I think they're gonna do different things. And so it's a matter of like what you're looking one for. Doesn't, one I think doesn't. Microsoft, I think Xbox is gonna be totally like entertainment machine that like that yeah. makes gaming um, not something that's as important as like everything else it does i, think, I mean i think just... gaming will still be important on it but it will be like a 33 percent kind of thing like i think it will be a very even split with like it's you know 
aiming you know towards hulu and yeah, yeah. and all that stuff equally because they're really pushing that man sorry no it's fun what are you, what are you laughing at me? i'm laughing at the situation where you keep like uh, eh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. i was just curious yeah. did either of you guys uh gregor colin uh buy a wii u no no okay. and I, I assume both of you are going to get the next playstation mm-hmm. are you well, i mean yeah okay uh, oh there's some reservations 100 percent. i'm gonna get the next playstation i am too because it's my job Okay. Oh, it's, I would 100% get it now. If I was a consumer on the outside, I'd wait to see what the launch lineup is. What does it do? Yada, yada, yada. My job is to cover PlayStation. I will buy Sorry. a PlayStation so I don't have to truck it back and forth from here. Yeah, just, sure. just to be clear, I would, I, I, even if I was just an everyday consumer at this point, I would buy it on day one. Okay. I'd want to see what it's doing first. So, with, with that said, are either of you, or, and you, Goldfarber, is anyone interested in getting the next... 360 or whatever day one. it's called. I mean, I, day one. I'm, I'm buying both day one regardless. Mine's the same. Like, mine yeah. is the same as the PlayStation. I want to see yeah. if I don't, I don't cover Xbox. So I want to see what it does. It's the same thing as the Wii U. I will buy a Wii U. However, there's nothing at launch or anything right now I'd be playing yeah. on the Wii U. So you're, I'm gonna you're wait. good till like 2014. <laughs> I, I want, yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing for Xbox. What is their launch yeah. lineup and what does it do? What are, what is it actually doing? And, it's, and if I was a consumer, I'd ask the same question for the PS3 before I just blindly said to anybody, I'm, oh yeah, totally. Cause it's the same thing, right? It, it, even if I was a consumer on the outside right now, PlayStation 4 gets announced, I would see what the games are and what it does. I'm going to buy a PlayStation 4 one day because I want to play Uncharted 4 and everything else. Mm. I'm going to buy an Xbox whatever one day because I want to play Halo 5. Halo, I guess. Sure. Dead yeah, Rising. That's what, the, Left 4 Dead. The next Left... I want to play the next Left 4 Dead. <laughs> that's the thing. I think Left 4 Dead, I think left 4 dead will be on yeah, the next PlayStation. The next Left 4 Dead will be multi Well, um, it better fucking be. You can get it already. But do I, it now. But I think... Nice face. That's a good question because I think I would be interested in the next Xbox if it really did something radically different because what I know I'm going to get out of Sony is probably something similar to what I'm going to get out of the now plus some accoutrements that we don't know about yet. So, like... For instance, Sony do- absolutely PlayStation absolutely dominates sports. For instance, you know they have a package for each of the four major American sports. So you could that those half of those don't even exist on Xbox. You can't have Sunday Ticket or yeah. NHL, which are the two things that I care most about. So that's on PlayStation. So assumably they'll be on the next PlayStation. I'll buy that as long as they have Netflix and Amazon. I'm down with that. And then <laughs> and then they'll have all the first and then they'll have all the first party games that I care about. See. I think it's important. Uh, people make an argument where if you're a real gamer, you play all the systems. If you're a real gamer, you have everything. It's like, I'm not necessarily sure I agree with that anymore. I'm a man like a, uh, with like things to do. <laughs> I'm a man! You know what I, mean? like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm I an mean, adult, right? like a, a man or a woman like with things to do or whatever. Like I want to experience an ecosystem as much of it as humanly possible as opposed to picking off this, that, and the other thing and never really getting the experience because that's what I did to myself last generation with Xbox and GameCube and PS2 where I was playing Rainbow Six and then I moved over to Resident Evil 4 and I, I feel like, you know what? I could have gotten deeper into some of these experiences. There are games that I missed, you know, that I, I wish I didn't miss. And, like, as I get older and as my time becomes more and more limited, as I'm spending time with my girlfriend, as I'm spending time with family, as I'm hanging out with my friends, as I'm doing this and the other thing, it's like, I don't want all these consoles anymore. I don't want them. You know? Like, I got, you got to, I like, kind of want to choose a, to go in a direction and just experience it. And if something convinces me to make it that, you know, like, where it's like, I want that experience, then you go in that direction. There's just not enough money or time in the world for me to, to, to do everything I want to do with games, so I kind of have to choose my direction, and that's kind of the way I feel about the next generation, too. I mean, I just that's just the way I feel. You know? Colin, and I think you've seen that with comments with PC, frankly. Yeah. You know? we, we all know that uh, you spend 99.9% of your time mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just have all that time to game. You don't need That's to worry. true. You don't need but to worry just, about spending time. But it's just family. something I've, I've thought about recently where it's like, if you like the Xbox, like, there's going to be so much reason to stay with an ecosystem this yeah. time. And, you know, with the exception of Nintendo, because they give you no reason to stay with that ecosystem. Unless you like, the, I'm not even trying to be facetious. It's just like they've given you nothing to, like, be like, well, you're bringing this over with you. And then it's like, no. That, but with Xbox and PlayStation. You bring your me around. Yeah, great. So, uh, but with Xbox and PlayStation, it's like, there's really. 
with the exception of like exclusive games, no reason to really own both of them. You know what I mean? Like I've kind of come to this conclusion where it's like, okay, you'll miss Uncharted and Killzone or whatever, or God of War, and you'll miss Halo and Gears and stuff like that. But like, there is really no reason to have them both, with the exception of those few games. Right. And it's becoming like more and more clear in my head that that's okay. You know, if you like one or the other, and you kind of prefer an experience, one experience or the other, I feel like that's okay. You know, I feel like that's kind of been disparaged lately and you're a fanboy or this, that, and the other thing, but I don't agree with that. I think it's that like you have only so much time and you want to have so many experiences. When I think about all the PlayStation games I've missed, for God's sake, there's so many games that I haven't been able to play. If you throw Xbox into the mix and like, you know, I played Gears 3, but I haven't played the new Halo. You add, you stack all this up, man. You, you, it's like a runaway train. You just can't play everything. You know, I don't know. I'm just, it's just times have changed for me. Yeah. I'm just, la- I'm just laughing at the image of the runaway trains filled with games. Games All are flying off of it. Off. <laughs> I mean, that's the big thing for us. Like, I try to stay current on everything so that I, when I'm talking about it, I can have a realm of the ecosystem. But yeah, I mean, like, Xbox Live titles in particular fall through the cracks all the time where I just don't have time to keep up with those. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to, we're trying to keep our PlayStation voice strong because we're playing all the stuff on PSN. You're playing the big titles on 360. I obviously have this PC trying to keep up with stuff that comes there that's only there. I buy, I, I do buy the occasional DS game trying to play that. I still haven't put Paper Mario RPG in or whatever. But yeah, oh my god, I'm so excited is, for the new Pokemon. <laughs> that was the thing too is I had my DS kind of concurrent to my PS3 and I've been playing it, but then like that kind of fell off. It's like I can't, I was playing Dragon Quest 4 and Dragon Quest 5. I was like, I, I just, you know, these games are great, but it's just like, there's no time. There's no time. Like, you had, like, I'm trying to just focus. You know what I mean? Like, like just focus on something. So even if I don't play Xbox very often, I've still played 95% of that library, you know, because it's like, or I can play 95% of that library because it's on the other console. It's just, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like, I feel like you're going to see more than ever, I think, this next generation. In other words, people sticking with what they know. Um, and that's, I think, okay, because that's what they're comfortable with, and that's what they have time for and money for. I think this is all indicative of a absolutely, utterly fascinating era of human history where, and it's totally true, where it is completely overwhelming and just so filled with information that it is now literally impossible for human beings, like a single human being, to consume the things that are being produced in the world. Yeah. From television, music, film, video games board games this is something know, that justin ever. talks about all the time yeah justin like Davis from the it movie. is it's impossible like even if you try if you want to be like i want to be a comics ex- expert you don't have enough time like living time in your life to read every comic and be a true like i'm thinking of like like think about in times where your local library like in a small village like in the little library had maybe a couple hundred books and that was your access to information mm-hmm. that was the information you had is all those books and you could probably get through a lot of those books and that's like you know that's sort of it but now, like, it's impossible. And it's really, it's actually kind of fascinating how daunting the amount of raw information and entertainment and media exists in the world that we attempt desperately and futilely to consume, and we just can't. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you got to pick and choose. That's the problem. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what Justin always says, right? That he, he's a board game nerd and a video game nerd and some other kind of nerd. I don't know what the hell he does. But he's, you know, that he'd love to read comics. He just doesn't have the time. Yeah. And it's like one of those things, even me, like, Colin gives me shit all the time because, like, we'll open the DVR. And, like, I have all these things stacked in there that I haven't watched, and I probably never will. Like, I have so many Young Justices stacked up there, and I love Superboy, and I love, you know, cartoons about DC I Comics. I give you shit because like... you got the Mindy Project in there. Well, that's clearly Christine's, but yes. <laughs> and the Mindy Project, not bad, actually. I watched an episode. It was actually kind My of fiance fun. likes that, too. There you go. It's, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, like, over, like, I can just, 
there are times like every few months where I'm like I sigh and I like look at my download list on PlayStation Network and I'm like Jesus fucking Christ like yeah. how many games that like I have so many games I just buy these games you know like and I, it's like and it's like and then you want to throw in like another console and like all of these other ecosystems and you know it's like okay there's an argument can be, it can be made it's like you play the best of the best so you play Zelda and then you play Halo and then you play Uncharted and you move around but it's like that that seems so incomplete to me you know that seems like such an incomplete experience and. You know, I'm not saying PlayStation does it better than anyone else. I think everything's kind of different. I think if you like games, like games, a lot of different kinds of games, um, and you want a, a system in which you can play the most amount of those games taken collectively, you go on PC or you go on PlayStation. Um, I feel like as a play, like a PlayStation gamer, like a primary PlayStation gamer, I'm missing very few games um, in terms of like games that must be played. Um, like exclusives. Yeah, ex- exactly. And... Um, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just like it's overwhelming just thinking about all the games out there and like all the games that we're missing. And you kind of just have to let it go because, like you said, Justin said, you know, you're this kind of nerd, and you're this kind of nerd. You like doing this, you like doing that. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get through two or three books a month. I'm trying to like keep up on the shows that I like. I'm trying to like, you know, see my friends more often. I'm trying to like, you know, watch. You know, God, hockey's gonna start. Like that's oh, over. God. I watch every single Islanders game. You know. It's just there's not there's no time. And this is like the most first world breakdown. <laughs> like it's like a logical. Ah! Well, uh, <laughs> well, I no no no. Why, I know, and I'm just I'm just. I'm just and that's why some people believe that we should abandon all our material possessions and live a life of peace and simplicity. That's what Priscilla does. Yeah, and he just vomits all the time. So. <laughs> but he has what time a life it could yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. This would, be, this would be a great. You know what though? I want to say something real quick, Greg. Because nope. this is such an interesting hey, point guys, of conversation. We've had so, we've had so many. We have. so it's so overwhelming. The conversation is, I think has been so overwhelming. I want everyone to write into beyond at with how you feel about this very topic. You know, how do you feel about focusing on one ecosystem? What, whatever it is. I know we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast. that don't own a PlayStation. Yeah. Um, maybe you play Nintendo, maybe you play Xbox, maybe, maybe you play, play PC Nintendo. games. Maybe you kind of don't play games that much anymore. We all kind of fall in and out of it, um, out of the hobby. Maybe this is just on that. in the background of the car dealership you're sitting in right now. And you're sure, know. sure. What the hell is I'm, I'm interested to feel how people think about that. Is it is it is it pertinent and necessary to have all of the consoles? Is it pertinent and necessary to try to play on every platform? Do you, do you want to focus? Do these new, this new generation of consoles give you more reason to focus? Does it bring you along because of the PlayStation Network or the Xbox Live? There's a lot of questions that need answers. Beyond at IGN.com. I'm in here trying to buy a Mini Cooper, and your sales associate has this Kabasa podcast plopping over here. What are they talking about? This is an appropriate car dealership music. One final letter to beyond at IGN.com. Hey, guys, beyond. 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 This is from Word or Er. We'll get to that in a second. Today is a very <laughs> special day for me. Not only it is my birthday, but it is also the date I heard my very first episode of Beyond. Four, year, four years ago to the day, an old coworker and I were sitting behind closing up the store we worked at, and he put on Beyond number 74. I had been reading IGN for years, but had never listened to one of the podcasts. Needless to say, after finally hearing the voices of some of my favorite IGNers, I never turned back. Just wanted to say thanks for doing what you do. You guys have helped me through some really tough times, and I really can't thank you enough for being some of the funniest, warmest people around. Can't wait to hear you in 2013. I can't wait to hear your 2013 predictions, which you already did, and you probably watched them too on IGN.com or YouTube. Also, I have to ask if I can be hit of the week. Word er er is my PSN name. Sorry, it is kind of dumb, but that's what happens when you let a drunk friend make up your ID. Beyond, beyond. beyond. So everybody, send good vibes. PSN messages. That? I'm getting to it. Okay. To word er er. Let me guess. Word er is that what it is? Word er er. <laughs> so W R D E R E R. One more time. 
W O R D E R E R. Word or er. Okay, no. W O R R D R R R. I'm going to say W U R D. U R U R. No, Colin was off by one letter. I was, uh, trying, to, I was trying to stress the er in the beginning. W E R D E R E R. Word or Word or I'm doing the spelling bee. His friend, his word. Can I get a definition? <laughs> Someone who knows how to word or er. <laughs> what is the origin? Ancient Italy. Ancient Italy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for this extended podcast beyond episode 274 remember rate us on itunes talk about us on twitter with the hashtag beyond uh remember the podcast fun we love it a lot we post it every tuesday for your enjoyment but please go to ign.com watch videos read articles comment be a part of the community start a blog if you want that's what keeps the lights on follow ign on twitter at ign follow me at game over greggy colin is no taxation Pom cider is powerhouse yes, formerly known as you. ryan clements and garfep Greg always regrets fucking elderly people <laughs> is Andrew Goldfarb. <laughs> Ryan, yep. come on, take me home. Sounds good. We always end with a song, and uh, if you would like to send in a song of a musical project, yep, your band, or maybe paper just, all over just crunch paper, come on, Goldie. You good? You feel better now? Did you get it out of your system? All right, good. We end with a song. So send in a song to beyond at IGN.com. Include an MP3 attachment to your email, just like Bon did. And I hope... Hey, you guys, do you think if I'm saying this right? B-A-U-N. Bon. Correct? No? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> what if I wanted to still use this for something? What I'll if I wanted to reuse it? We can't even wrap the podcast I know, up right? anymore. This right, is the runaway right, train. Actually, Beyond is the <laughs> runaway train. Here we go. Bon, I'm sorry. I, I would like to... <laughs> I, got his conductor hat. I, would, I would like to apologize on behalf of all the Beyond hosts. Bon sent in a uh, email uh, that was saying, I've been a faithful listener ever since episode four, or whenever Ryan came on board to give his glowing folklore review, which ended up being the first game I ever bought for my PS3, underlined. So as recompense, I thought the least he could do was play the song I'm sending for this week's Beyond. Smiley face. The song is called Cold Hearted by the MC, and that's spelled B and then E-M-S-E-E. So the MC, which is a friend of Bond's, who is a finalist up north here on Canada's Got Talent. Look at that. Mm. We have a Canada's Got Talent finalist. The song sounds like it's about a relationship gone sour, but it's really about his love-hate relationship with winter, which I thought was appropriate now that the East Coast is slowly getting buried in snow. I'm from Toronto. He also uh, directed and edited the music video, which you can find on YouTube. So this song is called Cold Hearted by the MC, and thank you very much, Bon, for sending it in. Hopefully I'm saying your name right. And to all the people out there listening, uh, whether it be in your cars, your the, your dealerships, or your office, I say beyond. Beyond. Kabasi pull up. Oh, Jesus, God. This song's dedicated to a woman who's so... Cold-hearted. Cold-hearted. I mean, she's so... Cold-hearted. I can't even express it right, but I'm just going to try to do my best to get it off my chest. Hey, yo, I've known you all my life, been with you for half of it. But life without you, it's hard to imagine it. You come and go, you got issues with commitment. But no one's as cool as you, I'm always cool with it. Since an early age, it was hard to ignore you. You'd storm in, I would break my back for you. You changed the way I see things in my town, but it always got dark fast.
last when you were around, but no drama, I appreciate your presence, and Christmas ain't the same without your presence, and as a child, I thought that you were gorgeous, when we played together, I would try to build a fortress, so I'm thankful for the times that you blanket me. Let me stay home from school so you can play with me Despite what others say, you have been great to me So don't go changing please, it's pretty plain to see I don't know how this all got started But this relationship has turned me cold hearted You, you're cold hearted, you're so cold hearted You broke my heart and you turned me cold hearted There's no turning back, it's too late to restart it From this point on, I'll remain cold hearted Not as gray, but it's harder to breathe Cause people say it's good to have time away But nine months apart, that's just too much to take So I sit and wait, getting closer to our date But you're never on time, you're either early or you're late It aggravates me, I start to have doubts And that's when you surprise me and tell me to chill out And I'm glad, but I've seen your true colors Everyone around you has to suffer Baby, you're so cold, but yet I still support you When you come around, I'm always dressing up for you But that's not enough, you still try to test me Yeah, you caught me slipping, but your eyes don't impress me It's clear you've overstayed your visit This drama isn't needed I'll sit in my house heated as I tell you to beat it Beat it, beat it You say you've had enough of me That's okay, to be completely honest I feel the same way So walk out that door, there's nothing else for me to say It's winter when I'm with her, half love and half hate You say you've had enough of me That's okay, to be completely honest I feel the same way So walk out that door, there's nothing else for me to say It's winter when I'm with her, half love and half hate Cause I don't know how this all got started But this relationship has turned me cold hearted You, you're cold hearted, you're so cold hearted You broke my heart and you turned me cold hearted